Stand by for pre-show banter. Hey, look, Stu's trying to chat at me. All right, I'm ready to podcast, Stu. Why not? Oh, we got four people on Twitch. What up, four people? Holler at your boy. The last thing we want is dead air. So let me tell you a story. Once upon a time, there was a lady who came over to Beatbox, and then she spit up all over my new microphone. It's like, oh, oh, here we go. Can you hear the melodious sound of my voice? Does it sound a lot better now? The only reason I bought this had nothing to do with you. It's because if I want to do podcasts with people who are in the same room, it's a lot easier for me to do it this way. We're here now and we're ready to podcast. Yay! I assumed you got it so that we can now hear you eating in crystal clarity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you didn't hear the the Duchess beatboxing earlier? Well, there's a demand, Duchess. Get over here and beatbox. I can't. It's not. It's a duck. (laughs) It's a duck beatboxing. (laughs) Anyway, are we ready to start? Quick, make some banter, Antonio and Rob. Banter it I mean, up. You missed me and Stu rambling about the Oculus Go for 10 minutes. So. Yeah, well, we'll come back to that in the show. Oh, God, yeah, why would we? Story. Are we ready? VR, baby. VR talk. We've got two VR Let's people. Let's start the motherfucking know. show, bitch. If anybody has any reason not to start, please speak now. I am tempted to leave. Now it's a VR show. <laughs> it's not hey. a VR show. VR, boo. <laughs> Welcome to the flower shop. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. I like the beats and shouting. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Okay, like I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. It's exactly like stummies. And the twist is? It's a much bigger pill. Technically, I'm homeless. Hello and welcome to episode 488 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 488, and we're serving up a plate of something great. I'm Duke. And Chinny is late. Actually, he's not fucking here, and I'm yeah. Stu. I'm half of Chinny's replacement. Yay. And what's and your name? Antonio, hello everybody. Hey! That's the way you're real diva like the flaw Antonio is the uh, diva version of Chinny. And who is the cool laid-back version of Chinny? Wow. That's Rob. you, Rob. You're supposed to oh, say your so name on, Rob. <laughs> that would be me, Robin. Hey, Rob. There you go. Yeah. So we got... So well, we, Chini's a diva anyway, as we know, because he's like not here. And, and, he, and he told us with like six hours lead time, "Hey, I'm not going to be around." Mm. Didn't even give us a valid reason. He was just that's like, a good reason. Be... He's meeting Jeremy Efrens. Well, so he says. Yeah. Jeffrey Archer actually. Right, Jeremy Archin. Jeffrey Archer is a very famous novelist. Well, so you say. I'd never heard of him before. I looked him up on Google. Jeffrey Archer, fucking hell. And the and the was he a Tory MP? He's a peer of the realm. Yeah. Well, I'd, is he still a peer of the realm? I thought, don't you lose that when you go to prison? Uh, oh, really? That's he went to prison for what? Yeah, 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 he did. Tax what did he go to prison probably. for? I suppose, wasn't it perjury? Something like that. It was wow. something to do with tax or perjury or That's something. pretty bad. And I had to Google him, which leads me to this 30 Rock clip. Uh, here it is. My NBC News obituary, Jackie D. I look like a fool in it. 
Well, certainly you can't be surprised that there's a lot of negative stuff about you out there. Don't you ever Google yourself? Sure, I Google myself all the time. Like when Angie's not in the mood, or I'm alone in the hotel. Uh, Tracy, you do know that Googling yourself means looking yourself up on the internet. I did not know that. That explains why Liz Lemon was so cool the other day. Liz Lemon, you mind if I Google myself in your office? Sure, Tracy. Can I use your computer? How else are you going to do it? Yeah. I see my... Anyway, now we all know the 30 Rock clip about Googling yourself. Yeah, apparently he was found guilty of perjury and perverting the course of justice in 1987 and was sent to prison for four years. Oh, jeez. Hey, uh, Diesel Saint says that Morrowind is available uh, to play on Xbox One. It's an up version. Antonio, you ever play that? Rob? Uh, I have, yeah. The Xbox One, like, uh, like ports of old games are amazing. Like, uh, Ninja Garden 2 was upgraded recently. Oh, I'm never playing like that. 4K I don't know about Morrowind, though. Morrowind's like an ancient game. The mechanics are going to be all clunky as hell. Yeah, but the uh, Xbox One, like, ports make it look nice and shit. My well, it'll Xbox look one, nice, but it won't play yesterday. well. It'll be like if Oblivion had some sort of neurogenetic disease that made it impossible to move right. I can't comment on that, but all I know is Ninja Garden 2 runs beautifully. I think it already had that, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it did. It's, it's actually, I've played Morrowind on the... Because it was backwards compatible mm-hmm. on okay. the Xbox 360 back in the day. Okay. Uh, and it, it's a great... It's a very atmospheric-looking game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, like, the, the towns and villages are kind of cool at night. And there was this weird system of getting around on these massive three-legged tripod beast things. Oh, that sounds great. So, I think I'll stick with Skyrim, so thanks. Well, that was kind of the version of fast travel. Okay. So if you wanted to go to another town or village, you had to. It was a bit like a taxi, but it was a living three-legged thing. Uh-huh. Is that right? Is that right, Antonio? Or am I just dreaming that? Oh, man, I can't remember. I played it <laughs> a long time ago. But I do remember it being cool. Cool to look at. But you're right. It, it, graphically, it does look old. Uh, but it isn't. It's the the biggest world in the in the sort of... Uh, oblivion type setting it's enormous nah, that's apparently. not important wasn't, wasn't to me Daggerfall oh it could have been that you, you could be right was that the one before it yeah i think Daggerfall like has the record it's like ridiculous oh, that's the one from massive. 1973 yeah. yeah morrowind was big as well though it was a big world so yes i don't know maybe you should give it a go Jude. you might like it seeing nope. as you've got an xbox one nope not happening I turned on my Xbox One for the first time recently in order to... I guess we could do this as a story time, couldn't we? My favorite time! It's story time! Story, story, story time! And let me say for the record, people here, that I need to grade papers today, so I'm... uh, This new mic is going to make it harder for me to multitask, because I have to lean in and talk into the mic instead of hanging out in the the chair. I mean, the Yeti's super sensitive. You'd probably be fine. Just turn up the So if I'm back here like this, you can hear me, huh? Just turn up the gate a little bit, then yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. This is too far away. And if I'm facing the computer like this, you can't hear me at all. We can tell. Yeah, we can, yeah, can, we can really? hear you perfectly okay. clearly, but you're a bit echoey is all. Echo, 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 Well, anyway, yeah. it's weird. I have to get used to how this mic works. The point is, um, I turned on the Xbox One because we wanted to watch Brokeback Mountain this weekend. And as soon as I turned it on... What? Yes, thank you for saying saying a random word from the line from the movie, Duchess. Anyway, um, as soon as I went to play the movie, it started opening up the Microsoft Store, and then it goes, "Wait, you need to do an update." Three point six gigs. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. So then I was like, "Oh, oh I'll yes. play it on my computer and stream it over the Steam Link." No, I can't do that. Why? Because I had to disconnect my DVD drive 
in the computer in order to hook up the new solid state hard drive. <laughs> See, it's all about compromise easier. when you put new shit in your PC. I had no, to it's all about compromise when I have to watch a DVD. <laughs> I had to cut bits out of mine. You had to disconnect your DVD player. You See, it's all the same. And if I, like, had, if I had not changed it to the Xbox One, if I still had my PS3, I would have been watching the movie straight away. So I had to rent the movie on YouTube. Wow. It's ridiculous. Jesus. How Crazy. much did that cost? Like $4, whatever. It's worth the God, convenience. That movie is old. You can it probably buy it for less than $4. Well, I did buy it for less than $4, I think. But whatever. The point is, <laughs> we watched it. That's such a good movie. I love that film. It's really good. If anybody hasn't seen Brokeback Mountain, you need to watch it. But it's not about video games, so we're going to move on now. Yeah, well, actually, actually, we watched a good movie this week as well. Yeah, huh? We watched uh, Fighting With My Family. Oh, yeah. Okay. Huh? We talked about this on my movie podcast. I liked it. Wait, wait, Antonio, what movie podcast? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking film where, thing where film students analyze movies because yeah. they're too arrogant. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Good too. It's not very realistic, apparently, when I've read the actual story of what went down. But yeah, yeah that's why we discussed it because I know about wrestling and my co-host doesn't, so we discussed that. And yeah, I just said yeah. The only times when it it shows that wrestling kind of sucks is when it's not in WWE. But yeah, because it's based off of the actual documentary, isn't it? So yes, obviously it that's out there, so you could presumably go and watch that. Yeah, and that, the end credits has footage from the actual documentary, which hopefully some people went and actually watched because it's a better thing than the actual film my opinion but well what's kind, of in, what's kind of interesting it basically looked like she just did a training and then the next thing she's fighting for the diva championship or whatever yeah but when you read the real story she actually had to fight in the nxt championships for about a year before she got that shot and pretending to you know come out and uh uh so she was the nxt champion whatever the fuck that means it's like their developmental brand so like they, they get ready basically for main tv from there as someone who likes wrestling, I don't like discussing wrestling <laughs> because it's so hard to explain. I'd rather talk no, about... No, no, I get it. I get it, right? But there was a whole host of sort of matches that she had coming up to that. You know what I mean? Within the within WWE, but in, like you said, a lower level training level type thing. <laughs> wrestling fans don't understand how WWE works and we follow it. So it's, yeah. very, oh, it's no. very hard to you explain. See, so find my family as they could. I used to watch WWE sort of when i was about 14 which is fucking like 32 years ago right in that case and i'm guessing was... you watch wwf yes I was actually... well, yeah no, get no, the no, initials were... right Stu. come on they were both around at that point i believe there was another there was definitely another one there's wwf and then there was another another one around WCW. At the same time. oh that I think was, it was it. wkl there wasn't any of this bullshit soap opera stuff. Yes, there it was. was. Like, yes, there totally yeah, was. What are you to talking the same about? Extent though, they just had fights and talk shit yeah. about each other. Well, there weren't yeah. all this fucking lie. Such and such a body's doing this with this person, and this alliance has sprung up. But well, but that's what people anymore. want, man. They want a mix of things instead I mean, of just individual fights here TV, and there. So. They're, all, they're all pretending to have like actual jobs and so as well. Like there was a Mountie in there and a. Undertaker and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, there is that. But right, I've watched it. I watched it once recently, and I was like, "When's there going to be an actual wrestling match?" Yeah, that that is an issue of current what WWE. It's mainly talking. Bullshit, man! They used to just yeah. have matches. What is this bullshit? You just don't I mean, understand yeah, the, the new wrestling, Stu. You're stuck in your old ways. I, I could do a separate podcast, and I have about wrestling. <laughs> and it's not a great thing to follow, even as a fan. Like, uh, there's this new brand uh, that's actually screening on ITV quite soon called AEW. Long story short, that looks very cool because it's by wrestling fans for wrestling fans, basically. 
Oh, wrestling yeah. isn't fun to discuss on a video game podcast. I feel. Well, but like, it gives me a chance to show everybody John Oliver's segment about wrestling, which is really good. Y'all should check that out. I didn't out. get to watch that because you can't watch it on YouTube in the UK. What? I had to watch it for a VPN. Yeah, you, I know. You can find ways around it. Oh, yeah, oh, no, definitely. But If I you can. go on the dark web, you could do it. If you, how much do you really love John Oliver? <laughs> I mean, anyway, video games. Let's talk about some video talk games. about a whole other thing because the dark web itself is an interesting thing. No, we're not talking about the dark web here. I made a joke. Stu wants to go on some tirade about the dark web. I'm opposed to trading human beings on the dark web. I listened to a documentary on the dark web, right? I didn't realize that it was invented by the American government. That's what the internet was done. It was The internet was invented by the American government. But the reason that they can't police the dark web is because the like secret service and MI5 and all these like secret organizations use it to communicate with each other yeah. without anybody tracking them. That's so they can't close it down because even though there's all this bad shit going on on it because they they would then expose their operatives to the world sort of thing. So it's fucking crazy. It's almost as though so encryption this- is a good thing that we ought to have some way to use it in our day-to-day life without having to feel like we're horrible criminals. But anyway, yeah. that's a different matter. We're just, we're talking about that. Does anybody else have a story? Rob, you got any stories for us? I'm, I'm so dizzy from all of the various tangents we've gone on at the moment. <laughs> that's a no. Anybody Mate, else? got WCW in the late 80s. It's a very interesting story. Look, Duke needs to get on because he's very excited about telling us about Minecraft and Rocket League. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't want to go there first, but, you know, since you mentioned it. (laughs) So uh, let's roll the dice one to four. We need to assign numbers. So who's who? Okay. I'm number one, obviously. Antonio's one, one, Rob's so Antonio's two. Number one. <laughs> Antonio's one, Rob is two, Duke is three, Stu is four. Five and six are okay. roll again. Yeah. That's six, yeah. roll again. That's four, <laughs> that's Stu. Oh, crap. That's me. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I I have gone both feet first this week back into Yakuza 6. Oh, uh, no uh, snap. Because I'm playing yeah. chronologically, so no spoilers. Yeah, oh, whatever. Uh, because, hey, uh, yeah, it's over a year old, shut up. I I bought this game a year ago uh, to play it, and I can't remember, but another game game came out at a similar time, and I never really played it. I just went on to whatever the other game was and played that instead. And I can't for the life of me remember what game it was. Um, but I finally got back into Yakuza 6, and I'm on Chapter 4, I think. So I've, I've played quite a bit of it this week. I've sort of caught up a little bit, and... Uh, it's not too bad, actually. I do remember a lot of the core story and everything, so I'm not like, oh, I can't remember what the hell's going on because I haven't played a massive amount. Okay, so I'll bite. In the first, what? What's the basic setup of the story? Go ahead. So the basic setup of this story is, and this is potentially spoilers, I guess. I don't know. I was thinking Uh, maybe one or two sentences. Well, there is a basic setup where he, where, like, um, Kiryu, Kiryu, has been in prison for two, I think it's either two or three years. Okay. And he has one of his, adop- I think she's like his adopted daughter. I can't remember. There's so many fucking different Yeah, characters. she's his adopted daughter. Yeah, adopted daughter. Uh, comes to see him a few times then doesn't come again. Oh, wait, that's and- right. Rob's played these too. Antonio, have you played these? Yes. Ah, I'm crap. I'm useless here. The it's three on shit. one. Uh, it's it's only it. the setup. It's only the setup. Ugh. 
Uh, so yeah, anyway, she can... spoiled two big things for me. I didn't know insert name here. <laughs> Thanks a lot, this. Stu. Oh, Jesus. Welcome to the Veteran Gamers, where Stu says it's not actually a spoiler, and then he totally gives spoilers. I've only said his adopted daughter comes to see him in prison. Though, yeah, Stu. I guess who that is. Yeah. So anyway, she comes to see him in prison. He comes out of prison. She's gone missing is basically the story. And okay, thank you. Happens. All right. So what have you noticed about the gameplay? Uh, gameplay is massively improved, although it feels really confusing leveling up. Um, there's some weird stuff with leveling up because you have like uh, different skills that seem to level up separately to your heat gauge and all that kind of stuff. So your endurance and health and uh, all that sort of stuff seems to sort of level. I don't, I don't understand how that levels up, Rob. Do you know how this works? I remember it being a bit awkward. The, yeah, it... There's, there's a whole load of different things on like a big wheel, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so see, it's like a tree, a skill tree. Yeah. And it gives you like a ranking for each separate thing of obviously A to C or whatever, A to D. Mm. It's, it's just a bit odd the way. Like, like in the old one, there just used to be like a, like a proper skill tree that you'd level up health at one point and sort of gain a new heat skill at another point. And then when you leveled up, it sounded like this. Yeah, just even do that. It doesn't. Oh, it, it's weird. Every time you have a fight, you get separate points for each thing. But on the endurance and health and stuff like that, you just spend them till they're level, till they're maxed out on the amount of points that you've earned. So you, it's not like you're having to decide which to assign to what, because that sort of seems to just be a given that you just level those up but then obviously you can decide which skills that you want to unlock in the heat gauge which is it it feels more complex yeah it's it's sort of unnecessarily complicated i think yeah i don't so, totally understand it totally at the moment totally i've said totally about four times there um, totally dude yeah, i don't entirely uh, understand it yet i'm still a little bit confused as to as to what i'm doing that being said the fighting itself is a lot more streamlined than it used to be and what's kind of cool is in the past when you got into an encounter there used to be a loading screen before it started and now you just sort of go straight into the fight kick the shit out of them and then come out of the fight yeah i mean it's much more open without even like going into buildings and stuff it's all seamless now yeah Um, like if you go into a shop or something you just go in the shop whereas before again it was a loading screen the engine is vastly improved the only problem with that like some of the old gta's as well when they've spent some time and improved the engine it means that they've got less time to spend on other things so some of the other staples from the series aren't in there and it feels really weird yeah i had that when i was so i'm playing through chronological order so i played zero and the one and two remakes and each game runs on a different fucking engine so each time you play a new game you have to learn the minor intricacies of it so yeah. i think kiwami 2 runs on the same engine as six so i know what you're on about for the most part does it i, I would i assumed kiwami 2 was running on the same engine as zero uh no they have been they've been changed i can double check this for you because so obviously it, well, uh, it is an easy way to know does it does is it like a little loading screen between when you get a fight you know with the street thugs and stuff uh kawami if my memory goes straight into a fight uh or maybe it doesn't i can double check though maybe to be safe but double check you better double check, double check. we don't want to get this yeah. wrong yeah exactly. i don't want to give duff information um but yeah I'm a, the story's pretty cool I have just done one probably of the most irritating missions I've ever done in a Yakuza game. Oh, is that looking for the Crimson Nern route? No, you're basically oh. looking after a baby. 
and you have to go and find formula for it like late at night. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? That sounds awesome. Every fucking Yakuza game is something like that. You have to go and feed something. I remember feeding yeah. a dog in like Kiwami. Yeah. The baby is fucking cute though. The baby's cute, right? But you have to do this weird mini game to to like every every time you can like speak to someone to try and find where you can get milk from. You have to then complete this mini game where it starts crying. You have to soothe it by either rubbing its head, shaking it up and down, swinging it from side to side, or doing oops a daisy. It's shaking. It's always whenever you need to make a baby quiet, shake it as hard as you can. Well, <laughs> as hard as you can. Uh, shaking baby syndrome. But you you accomplish this by using the motion controls on the controller, which, if I'm being honest, are a bit shit. And he doesn't always seem to respond properly. And I'm like, yeah. I look like a complete dick, like swinging the controller from side to side to try and swing the baby. Yes, I soon remember it not always being particularly obvious what you had to do as well. If you remember, have to wait till he prompts you. Yeah, if I remember right, you only really have to do that like through this one sequence. You know, it never comes up again. No, I just no, but, uh, I have just oh. checked. It is. It is um, Kiwami 2 was on the Yakuza 6 engine. Yeah, I, I just read it the exact same thing as well, and Zero and Kiwami were not. All right, that's cool. Uh, yeah. That'd be interesting to see how much stuff they'll leave out of that. Because um, you can tell because it, from Kiwami 1 to Kiwami 2, the swapping fighting styles disappears, and I was like, ah, oh, I kind of like swapping styles. Mm. Yeah, there, there isn't any of that in Yakuza 6 either. Yeah, it just... I wasn't a big fan well, in the, the original ones, I seem to remember he never had swapping fighting styles. That was added in Zero, I think. Yeah, um, that's that's one of my favorite things about it to swap from style to style and get a good combo going. I kind of not, I kind of quite like not having that to be honest. Okay, but that's fair enough. Having the different characters was probably more preferable for me. No, that's, that's yeah. a fair point. That's a fair yeah. point. There's a there's a lot of cutscenes in Yakuza Six. The between yeah. sort of stuff. The story's really good. I mean, it's got some proper like big name Japanese actors in there as well. Yeah. Like Takeshi Kitano. Yeah, is, I, I saw him on a poster. I was like, oh shit, this this game got big. <laughs> yeah. And the the lad from um, Battle Royale's in there as well. Oh, cool! You can you can tell that the the voice acting is really really on point. No, oh, yeah, but you know, know, it's, it pretty much always is, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I've never played a Yakuza game where you know. Don't get me wrong, I don't really speak Japanese. But oh, Stu, you can... you're being too modest. We know you're fluent. <laughs> I know. Say something in Japanese, uh, Stu. Go ahead. Yeah, whatever. Konnichiwa. Japan. Yeah, I don't speak Japanese, but you can tell, you know, with the emotion and, and everything that they put into the acting that it is it is spot on. It's it's very, very good. Um, can I ask you guys, I'm assuming you're going to play Judge then? Uh, yeah, I'll probably play Judgment because it's a spin-off. So, yeah. Um, I, I'm sort of, I've been slowing down a bit, but after six, actually, because of the, the things that they took out of it, I was I was slightly disappointed with it. Um in general, it's I think that's certainly if you're just playing it for the story, it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, a lot of the other things, I mean, just like little things like the like those old UFO grabber machines mm. that they've always had. The just not yeah, um, and I mean, it seems like a minor thing, but it's just one of those things that's always been in there, and with it not being in there, it feels weird. I found yeah. them all really cute because I didn't realize it was Sega because I literally bought the game because someone recommended it to me. I was like, oh, it's II. Holy shit. And then realized it was a Sega property. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. That makes well, sense. It, it's, it's actually like Sega branded arcades, isn't it? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's kind of a shame because I do love getting the collectibles and stuff. I mean, yeah. I think st- they've still got some arcades, but you're, you're playing like old arcades, but um, those went in there. And then there's little things like I think you can play darts, but you can't play pool, which you used oh. to be able to. Um, and then there's a 
I won't give it away because it's sort of a spoiler, really. But there's certain other sections as well that you were usually in the games. That, you see, uh, what what I've noticed is there don't seem to be quite as many side like weird side missions as yeah, before. Like, like I say, it, it does feel much more sort of story focused. Yeah, streamlined. I mean, maybe oh, like it, it's it's the end of Curious Storyline, so like, oh, it's perfect into that. Maybe. maybe I don't know. I don't. Maybe, know. but they, they do also seem to have added the weird side missions to the main story missions like this weird baby thing i had to do and i'm just like that is just weird the that sounds awesome thing. tell me more about the baby game yeah the baby but the baby right robbie's not wrong that baby is and it's very realistic gotta say it, it yeah. cries when you expect it to you know if you're trying to feed it it's pushing the bottle away like a real baby would do you know he doesn't want it. It, it it's it's well done the animation i've got to say is great in this game you know, the, the, everything looks good. You know, the animation, the graphic. I mean, graphically, it looks great. The Tokyo, you know, Kamaruchi at night looks amazing. Mm, I you do know, love the, the colour palette all the time. Oh, yeah. All the neon lights, everything that's going on, all the noise, random stuff you just hear people say. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, there's always someone talking on a phone or doing something. And it's kind of weird, like, because it's a while since I played Yakuza 5. And it's 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 remembering because obviously I've played Kwame and Zero, you know, with the last two games I played. You forget about the fact that now they've got smartphones, yeah. which obviously never used to have. Did mm. Did you finish Yakuza Five? I don't think I did. You know, because that's still my favorite one. I oh, was it. That, that was excellent because, like you say, with this one, it felt like there was less content in. Whereas Five, it just felt like it had everything. It was massive, and it was set in like five different cities, um, okay. and you're playing as five different characters as well, which changes it up constantly when you're playing it. And there's just so much to do and, and see in that game is great. For the record, yeah. I own four and five. I haven't played three yet because it was heavily censored in like in the UK. So I'm waiting for the remaster that's coming soon. Three, then the, I'll play four and five. Three was the first one I played, and I think at, at that point I didn't like I, I didn't really know about it, so it mm. wasn't an issue for me that you couldn't do the hostess missions. I'm only doing it now because I know about it and there is obviously the the third uh, remake has already happened and just waiting for it to be ported and localised. Yeah. Because yeah, like I want to play the best version possible then I'll play 4 and 5 on the PS3 because they look fine. They look fine. Yeah, they should be alright. It it is a top-notch game. It is a a great series and like you say, it's, it's, it's so similar but so different to a GTA game. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just you know the fighting is is just great. I love bashing the shit out of people. I think the fight. I always thought the fighting was basically the the closest you get nowadays to like a proper brawler. Mm. Yeah. Other, other yeah. than something that just simulates the old style Streets of Rage. Uh, Mortal sort of Kombat more, more Eleven. Hello. Well, that's a no. I mean, that's like a fighting. I'm just game, kidding. Like one on one. I mean, it has a fighting game in it. You can play fucking classic Sega fighting games in it. Uh yeah. Like, so I think Virtual Fighter is in one of them. Yeah, so, Virtual Fighter is in this one as well, I think, yeah. Oh, we can think of it. Yeah, it, it, it is great. <laughs> yeah, you, you're wrong. Uh, yes, no, I was joking, that's why I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. Anyway, this game is great. Everybody should play at least one Yakuza game in their life, that's what I say. I will say this. I've said this many times to people that have like, said, oh, Yakuza looks all right. I, I said, um, whoever said GTA, it's just GTA in Japan, I fucking hate them. Because I, I was going through my old PS3 over Christmas, and I have a demo from of Yakuza 3 from like 2010 on my PS3. I didn't play it because someone said, oh, it's just, you know, Japanese GTA. Oh, okay, then. Deleted it. And I, you know, all this time I could have been enjoying Yakuza, but I didn't. Yeah, I mean, this is what I was just saying. It, it is similar to GTA, but it's a whole 
whole lot different at the same time. I, the story, with that mindset, I thought you'd be disappointed. I don't the think story. it's similar at all, really. No, no only the only in, only in the fact it's a bit of an open world. Yeah, and I would argue it's a better open world than GTA Five, just saying. Cause it's and it's well, about it's organized much, crime. It's much more compact. It's compact, but there's so much oh, more yeah. life in it. Yeah, that's thing, go, it, there is something going on, something to do. Well, GTA has a lot of empty space. So it's more opinion. it's more dense in a good way. It's mm-hmm. more dense, and also the storylines are usually a bit more serious. Uh, are you hearing all this, Chini? I, I hope you're hearing this, because, you know, this ain't no ordinary... Shots fired! Shots fired! You know, discussion time. This is... They're firing shots. You going to take that, Chini? Come back with something. Yeah, Chini doesn't know shit. He's just <laughs> too busy playing fucking snooker. Apparently. If you're here for snooker, by the way, please leave. None of us have played snooker, I believe, this week. No, yeah. nobody has anything to say no. about snooker. Go yeah, somebody, snooker. Someone on the chat on YouTube, Collapse Face, says, who has time for any other game now that Snooker 19 is out? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did remember about your new audience, so I thought I, I better <laughs> hold myself back from slagging off Snooker. Yeah, yeah, just mention Snooker once every while, and anyone <laughs> who's, who's tuned in to hear about Snooker, we get we get to keep those happy. Please keep them happy. Uh, right, okay. That there's not a lot else to say about Yakuza Six except that I'm properly back into it. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love Yakuza. Uh, right, okay. Roll the dice. Who's okay, next? here comes the die. It's one. That's Antonio, right? It's me. All right. 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 Go ahead, you. So I don't have too much free time at the moment, so I've been playing a lot on my Switch because oh, I can play yeah. it, pick up for ten minutes, have a bit You've of been fun. Playing a lot of Polybius. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll do the plug at the end. Okay. Yeah, do it now. Everybody, watch Polybius. Yeah, well, at the end, so I'm playing a lot of Super Smash Brothers actually. Oh, because yeah. I bought it at launch, and I kind of had—I didn't play it too much because I bought the big fancy edition because it came with a GameCube controller and an adapter, but not the season pass. And I took it around to a friend's house, and I said, "Oh, I paid it. You good for this?" And you get like a lovely box and all the extra shit, but not the season pass. And I don't know why I kind of got kind of got annoyed at that because it's—I this happens quite a few times with me. I will go to a non-gaming friend and mention something that's normal to us, and they'll be like, "That's a bit odd or a bit, you know, scummy." Because like I mentioned how uh, Mortal Kombat 11 has all these new microtransactions. You went, that's a bit disgusting. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Anyway, um, so I used to love fighting games. Like, adore them. I'd spend so much time learning every character. I have a memory of my friend Josh. Because of one night we played Mortal Kombat 9, he quit playing games. Wow, that's intense. Um, we, he, uh, we played four matches in a row, I believe it was, Mortal Kombat 9. He didn't touch me once, and he got so angry, he just stopped playing games, which, God bless him. God bless him. But God I did bless him. And one thing I've noticed from like no longer being a, a fighting game fan and then jumping back in is there's a lot of hate towards certain characters in a certain game. So it's, if you don't know, fighting games, they have characters who are deemed great and who are deemed shit. And I don't know why, but I'm sort of kind of liking playing as the shit of characters so that if you beat someone... They go, how did you beat me with insert character name here? You know? Ah, uh, okay. So, so for you're me... Just, you're just trying to fucking, like, troll people, aren't you? In a way, but it's also kind of nice to be told this character is dog shit and then work out ways for him to be good. So, like, I play on Smash, Wii Fit Trainer and Pac-Man, and they are both at the bottom of the tier list of, you should play this character. And at the top, it's, like, Young Link, which I do, I do play as Sam Merce and a few other people. I don't follow it too closely. And, and then you've, you've also got an excuse if you lose as well, haven't you? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, you can beat me when I'm playing as the tree, man. I do have, um, I do play as Young Link as well, who is known as, like, one of the best ones. And again, this is all general opinion, but that's why I kind of like the general opinion being wrong for me, because I love Pac-Man, I love his moveset, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but unfortunately, this game is not perfect, because the online is really, really, really bad. Like, it still runs terribly. 
And um, as, as a fighting game, you need, you know, for, uh, 13.3 millisecond delays. That's it. And we're getting second delays here. And I'm playing with a friend, like, down the street. Also, isn't this game pretty much the only reason to have the Nintendo Online Pass? I would argue Marikai Deluxe as well. That's the only reason oh, I played it originally, because I did it during my charity stream. And that runs buttery smooth. I've never had an issue with Marikai 8 Deluxe, so I don't know what the issue is here. Uh, the 3DS version of Smash ran well for me, so I do not know. It's a shame, because... Well, surely, it, surely, like, this is the game that you want to play online with your mates. It is. It's crazy. And it can support um, eight players, and, it, and you can have, like, people watching you as well. It's a really good infrastructure. It just doesn't run well, <laughs> which is a real big shame, because it's a bloody good game. Like, my favorite Smash has always been the 3DS one, because I'm not big into it. I like to play for five minutes and put it down. And this is perfect for me. And having the same experience on the screen, uh, small screen or the big screen, I love it. It's a fucking great game. It's like 900 yeah, but it's, it, it's no good if it doesn't work online, because exactly. that's the main thing. Exactly, and that really grinds my gears. It really fucking irritates me. Luckily, the AI is very good, though, because it does almost add human-like aspects of, like, taunting you when you uh, they kill you or something. So the AI is still a good, you know, substitute. But, yeah, we are paying for this online. Everyone's like, shit. And there's like 10 or 11 good online games total and that includes like rocket league and shit wow Woo, rocket league i bought that because me and you had a game i didn't do too well and i was like i need to stop playing this again so i bought it on the switch and yeah you oh, do everyone to needs play to play rocket switch. league more yeah, well, yeah exactly it, oh, yeah. i don't i do not like rocket league on the switch i mean i mean let's be honest nintendo and online have never really been that great have they they've never They've never kind of moved with the times. It almost feels like they're still back in the past somewhere, just sort of dipping their toes into the water, you know, where online play is concerned. I've never, I've, you know, I've got a switch, I've never. So I've got a switch, I've never bought the online pass. In, I mean, I can get it free, I think, with uh, Twitch Prime. Yeah, that's but, pretty cool. But I've not bothered because I just think, what am I going to play on it? Yeah, it, that is definitely fair. Playing, playing online with Nintendo just seems weird. Yeah. And it doesn't run yeah. very well. Like I said, Mario Kart is the anomaly in my case, and it does run buttery smooth, but, you know, it's one game. It's not. I think, I think it's, I'm always sort of confused because they do so many other things really well. You know, they design these cool new consoles that people want to buy, and they sell a fucking shitload of them. And yet the fundamental stuff that needs to work, they're not very good at well, why should they I spend mean, their time making that better when they're working on all these cool new platforms? I know, but I'll, look, I'll give you another example of this. Navigating the store is okay. Just try and find a demo, though. Like, try and find the games with a demo. You have to go online and look which games uh, have a free demo. If you click search, and then if you go onto the search bar, there's an option that says software with a demo. Are yeah, you... but then you, that's like, it's still not the easiest way to find, is it? There should be no, just definitely. a demo section. Yeah, no, definitely. And it doesn't Steam tell has you a demo when section. it came out. It's just stupid. Well, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. weird gaming stores. I mean, it certainly seems odd that, um, that I think if you're actually on the, the console, you can add items to a wish list or a watch list. Mm -hmm. um, but you can't do that on the actual store online huh it's just, it's i mean really understand yeah. why at launch it didn't remember your credit card or debit card so you know baby step baby steps I will, tetris 99 runs well as well uh, on the nintendo online thing but it's tetris how can you fight that out? yeah well, well there's always, did, there's uh, always no, no, yeah. ubisoft did didn't yeah, yeah 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 just for that yeah <laughs> sorry i'm too blinded by tetris effect that game is so good that i'm a bit blinded yeah that is a great game isn't it 
It is, it is. Anyway, yeah. that is Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. Right, roll the dice, Duke. Okay, I'm going to roll the die here. You ready? Here we go. Rolling the die. All right, it's two. It's Rob. How about that? He's doing well. Go. Um, I've also been playing Nintendo stuff. I've, oh, my God. I was getting a bit sick of like various different, like th- these kind of massive open world games with all of the... Finally. Kind of, all the live service stuff. I mean, I imagine I'll go back to it. There's another game I've been playing this week that is live service, but I don't know. I was getting a bit uh, like sort of losing my gaming mojo. I think like you guys have been talking about recently. Um, and I thought I just want to play a game, like a solid game. And so I started Super Mario Odyssey. Ah, oh, my God. All right. Okay. Ah, Which I is, played a little bit of this. little bit. It's pretty much perfect for... For like what I what I needed really, it it's just a solid game in this in the kind of style that only really Nintendo do. Yeah, um, I mean, is it, like I was saying, what I found amazing about that game, even in the first sort of level or so, there's so much depth to each level. There's so much shit that you secret stuff you can find everywhere. Well, yeah, it, it's packed in pretty tightly, um, and probably a lot of that is so that they don't have to make the levels as big. Um, it's it's just the the level of polish, yeah. That only really Nintendo do. Certainly for a kind of what is effectively a mascot platformer. I mean, most of the people aren't even making them, but certainly not to this high quality. Um, I mean, it, 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 yeah, it's sort of it's kind of staggering, and it just puts a smile on your face. It's all nice and colourful and cheerful, and yeah, it's it's just great. It um, is, but then, but then I keep like we were saying earlier. They do Nintendo do so many things really well and right. Like this game is an example of that. The the console itself is another example of that. But then they do like you say so many baffling things as well. You know, with the, their online stuff, the, the store. Thing is, I almost don't mind that because, like I said before, I I almost don't think of Nintendo as being like a kind of modern thing. It's <laughs> like. I don't necessarily need them to be doing great online stuff or, or, or stores like online stores because I don't really think of them as an online entity. They're there for the, these kind of games. Um, yeah, they just make the, you smile. I guess, but then if they're selling this console on the proviso, it's you know that it supplies all of these different things, then they should all work properly. Oh yeah, I mean certainly. Uh, I'm very well aware it's probably just me who's who thinks of Nintendo in that way. But I, I know, like, for a lot of people, we're always arguing that saying, like, they almost wanted Nintendo to fail so that they were forced to start releasing their games on other platforms. Um, and personally, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, that would benefit me because then I could play it on, like, different consoles and things like that. I wouldn't have to buy a Nintendo. But I'd, I'd feel kind of disappointed if that, that happened. I I feel like Nintendo games should be on Nintendo consoles. And yeah. it would seem oh, weird yeah. playing them outside of that. The, the, it, it gives you something special to, to, for them, it and they does. do feel special as well. Playing like playing this, it, it it does genuinely feel special. Yeah, and let's be honest, um, as we know, you know, sort of PlayStation exclusive games look and play amazing on the on the PlayStation Four. Apart Whereas, from about, well, I've not even played that, and I'm not that bothered about it. But, but it's hard to imagine them trying to develop, you know, and get the power out of a different type of console. And guess, I guess they would learn and sort of do it, but 
there's something about developing for your own platform, isn't it? And understanding the architecture and how to get the most out of it. Well, I think it, I think a lot of it's to do with passion and, and like pride. Like the, the, the fact that like Shigeru Miyamoto is still like quite high up in Nintendo. And, and there's clearly like in the same in similar way to like but the, the reputation that Pixar used to have. Where they wouldn't release a game unless they were re- like, uh, sorry a film unless they were really happy with it. Like I think was it Toy Story two that they completely got rid of everything that they'd done and started from scratch because they weren't happy with it. It feels like they've got the same kind of thing. They've got pride and and passion with the games that they're making, and and so it, it definitely feels that way. I would say Mario Odyssey had many new people at the helm. Miyamoto had very little to do with it. Which is part of the reason why I think it was so different to me, because the past Mario games, I really didn't like. Like, 3D World, I did not like at all. Well, no, I mean, this feels like it's uh, like a proper sequel to Mario 64. Mm. I mean, a lot of the controls are very similar, with the exception of, like, obviously the the throwing the hat mechanic. Um, It's pretty much all of the controls are very similar. Mm. Um, I think I might might have actually preferred um, Galaxy. Ah, interesting. I'm not sure. They're obviously, different styles of games, although relatively close. But I, I do sort of prefer these kind of 3D Mario's to the sort of old school, to, old school 2D ones. Mm, with 3D um, Mario's, it's almost which gimmick do you prefer? I feel. Do you prefer the the fucking hover nozzle from Sunshine, the galaxy mechanic, you know, the floating galaxy? I never, yeah, I never played Sunshine. I, I, oh, really? Gal- galaxy. I certainly liked the sort of sort of like 3D worlds that you're running around on. That was quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I never had an N64, so the only bits of Mario 64 I played was like under the, other people's machines. Um, so I didn't like get heavily into that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this obviously Mario Odyssey does have a bit of the kind of 2D bits as well. There's mm-hmm. a few, quite a few areas, and they, they do that very nicely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's just solid fun, really. I think. It I think like... that, this was the reason I got a Switch. Hmm. Because I bought a Wii U when Breath of the Wild came out, because like, I don't want to get a Switch yet. I'll just pay like fifty quid and get a Wii U and play it from there. But then Mario came out; it looked amazing. I was like, "Well, ah, I mean, damn it. I didn't necessarily choose to get a Switch. My my wife got me one for Christmas. Then oh, I, I would well, I wouldn't have bought one normally, but um, I was very happy to like have one um, that way. And I, I, I got it with Zelda. But I feel like you got a Nintendo; you might you should buy a Mario game. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I I bought this and. Yeah, I certainly don't regret it at all. It's a fantastic game. Have you beaten the game yet? As in, like, you know, got to the ends? Yes. Okay, um, so you got the surprise at the end then? Um, oh, yes. Yeah, no, that was, oh, I was grinning no here. I was like, was oh, it's like a 7 out of 10 for me, but then that, and I was like, oh, that's that's cool. There, there's, there's, I mean, there's quite a lot of stuff throughout it, like, that they, they just add extra things to there, and they just make, make it a, a joy to play. And that's the thing is, like, like when I was talking about like it being an antidote to like live services, because um, there's no there's there's no microtransactions. You get loads of outfits for Mario and different things that you can wear and do. Like, you're not you're not charged for that. Mm-hmm. I think there is some amiibo bullshit in there, but I don't really know what any of that is. And I well, don't then have Nintendo's it. missing a great opportunity to make some money. Shame on them. They unlock <laughs> the costumes. I, I've only tried one amiibo in my life, and that's Super Mario cereal amiibo, because I was like, I got it, let's have a look. And literally just points where one moon is and goes, it's over there. Okay, yeah. I bought I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not buying any amiibos, but uh, yeah, through, throughout the rest of it, yeah, it, it's just so much stuff in there that not having to deal with any kind of trying to make you buy extra shit and all that kind of crap. 
Um, it's just it feels so much better, and it is it's it is that thing that Nintendo have where it does almost feels like a retro game with modern day polish because you're not having to deal with all of the usual industry bullshit probably because Nintendo can't do it properly yeah it it is pretty cool I must admit and uh, I need to play more of this but you know me get distracted play other stuff I'm like oh yeah Yakuza let's play that it's quite easy to like dip in and out and and, and play like little bits because because it is just having to collect all of the different moons and stars and all that kind of stuff um, admittedly, I got addicted to it, so I've not really been playing it that long, like only a few days, but I've now finished it. Um, and I'm now going through doing all of the extra stuff once you like you get at the end. Because mm. um, there is another end. Because there's yeah. basically the end game and then the real end game. Yeah, I figured I figured as much. But yeah, um, yeah it's yeah, hell of a lot of fun. Good games. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to play more of this, I guess. I'm sa- I'm kind of saving it till I go on a holiday. Because obviously yeah. I'm going to take my Switch with me and this is the perfect game to play I'm while most, I'm away. I mostly played it on TV. Um, I think I only played a very little bit of it um, early this morning, actually, on, um, on, on handheld. And I, I much preferred it on the TV, although I generally play the Switch more on TV. You are somewhat limited on handhelds. You can't do the cafe movements as easily. Well, I've played well, it in all modes, and it's best in TV or, you know, Joy-Cons well, in your hands separately. That, that is another issue, because it recommends you to use the two Joy-Cons in, like, separately in each hand. Yeah. And I started doing that, and I really didn't like it, and so I started using the Pro Controller, mm. and I prefer that. You can still do most of the moves, like... Because it does have some like moves where you got to like shake the controller and all that crap, mm. which I, I would kind of would have preferred it if they didn't have that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can still pretty much do it. The only things that I think are a bit more awkward, actually, no, not thinking about it. I think you can do pretty much everything with the pro controller. No, yeah, you definitely can because, like you said, it has the dramatism and shit in it. It's just yeah. uh, when it's the Joy Cons on the handheld console is the only way, only time you can't limit it. I played it on a, a plane, so I was traveling when I was yeah. playing it, and that's fucking horrendous. You didn't accidentally smack the person sat next to you in the face with it. No, but I had to keep moving, so that's why I played it in that mode. The person next to me was very ill, so she had to keep going to the toilet, so I couldn't play properly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, inconsiderate. That was me flying to Florida. I remember actually, that was a horrible flight. Yeah, Florida, go Gators. Yeah, I think this is uh, Antonio being a diva. <laughs> How fucking dare you disturb my video game by being ill? That's the way you're real diva like the closet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, let's uh, let's roll the dice again. Shaky, shaky, baby. Oh, uh, we don't need to roll the dice. It's time for me. Oh yeah, I guess you don't need to roll it this time. Go. That's right. So instead, I will talk about things, and guess which game I'm going to talk about? And uh, it's done for. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Minecraft. Rocket League. Minecraft, baby. What? Oh, God. What are you making noises about? What's the problem with oh, Minecraft? Oh. Well, Minecraft sort of become your new Rocket League. Yeah, but it's awesome because Markanics made a really cool video whereby he goes around our server and talks all about it and shows us things. So check out the cool video. 
Okay. Yeah. He, uh, Marcanics made this great video walking all around our different builds on the OC podcast server. Should call it the VG Hub server, but whatever. And, and now on the stream, you're looking at my server or my uh, area in the realm because it's wicked. So, so when, where's your slave farm? Is that on this? No, it's not video? on this, I don't think. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know, actually. Uh, I was skipping around the video and I don't remember. I guess he did go to the villages where I've built stuff. Um, but that's the gray ball of fire. Look, there's the, you see the, um, veteran gamers logo. I did it on this, uh, in Minecraft there. It's not perfect, but, uh, it's good. Oh, it's, there it is. I yeah. Can you can see it. see it briefly. It's, um, I, I was slightly worried about this cause I know you, you were talking about how someone had made a massive mob farm right next to you. And I seem to remember I did that last, uh, when I was on with oh, you. Oh yeah. Well, they moved it, so it's fine. Um, yeah, this part here is the temple to Oshun, and it looks really cool. And what the fuck does that even mean? Oshun is the Yoruba goddess of water. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but Yoruba? I've never heard of them. They must not be real. I don't think most goddesses are actually real, Duke, if well, I'm being totally honest. Yeah, but the Yoruba people are real. Okay. Anyway, the point is, um, thanks to Marcanics because he's awesome and he made this really cool video. And yeah, so meanwhile, here's the latest excitement from the server, on my end oh, at God. least. I had found a village with all the villagers and then they ran away. And I told you about how I trapped them on the peninsula, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, how you enslaved the villagers. Right. So then I saw, I started thinking about like, how could I get some of them back to the actual village itself? And I was like, oh, man. Did you put them in manacles? Well, what I w- you can't do that. That's not an option. But what you can do is you can make, like, a corridor and then, like, let them walk along the corridor. But you'd have to, like, you know, close it off in all directions. Wow, so- this does sound like some weird shit slavery going on right here. Like, you first you trap them all and then you're sort of almost herding them like cattle to where you want them to be. So I started doing that. And then I'm like, all right, there's got to be an easier way to do this. And I look online and it's like, how do you transport villagers and someone was like make a uh, rail line from the one place to the other and then you can put them in your rail cart and take them that way and i was like damn i'm not doing all that that's ridiculous what a lot of work that um, sounds like a lot of work but then someone else was like you can put them in a boat and i was like ah oh, now you're talking i'll put them in a boat so i put them in a boat and the tricky thing about putting villagers in a boat is that you can't go up a block so if the ground is uneven, then you have to deal with it. How do you deal with it? You deal with it. Anybody know how you deal with this? I have no clue. I know I'm you don't do, but maybe Rob does. Out. Rob, do you know how to deal with uh, moving villagers up a block in a boat? Um, uneven I'm, ground? I'm, I think back when I was playing it, you couldn't do that. You can. Thought, well, boats were also the flimsiest fucking things. Yeah, the they've actually made boats a lot stronger now. But anyway, um, you do it with a piston, you see. So you <laughs> dig out the ground, you put a piston in there, you put a lever next to it, and uh, you get on the piston, you flip the lever, and it pushes you up. Whoosh, and then you go over. And it's a very long process to get those two villagers back to the village. But I did it, and then I put down a whole bunch of beds everywhere and lit the whole place up, and I closed off the uh, – I put a big uh, fence around the whole village so that people can't go wandering off and zombies can't come wandering in. And now I got like 700 villagers in there. So, whoa, 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 whoa. So whoa, 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 let whoa. Me get, oh, fucking hell. Let's let me get this straight. So you transported two. Yes. 
but they've all procreated and yes. now you've got 700. That's Fucking right. Hell, they were knocking mad boots. Time. Yeah. Is that because you banned all the tellies? Uh, I see what you did there. I just, honestly, I'm just finding this like unbelievably hard to understand the reason why you're doing it. Well, here's the reason why, if you want to know. They've made a big change to villagers now. It used to just be trading and that was it. And when you got a villager, I guess maybe they had like some random thing you could get. Oh, by the way, the scaffolding is a really good thing to have in the game. Because um, there's just someone on the screen, just I guess it was Marcanix, was using the scaffolding on Blue's build. But anyway, here's the thing. Um, yeah, I don't know how it determined when you when you bred a new villager. I don't know how it figured out like what they would offer to trade, but it was kind of luck of the draw. Now, villagers have professions based on what, like, crafting table you have for them. So here in, I think that's Chopper Kelly's build, we're about to see all the different tables he has, which include um, Fletcher Station, Cartography Table, uh, the Stonecutter Table, etc., etc. And so when now that I have all these different villagers, as soon as I put down a craft, you know, like a, like a, a fletching table, suddenly one of the villagers will turn into a... Uh, a Fletcher, and he can make bows and arrows for you. And it's like, yes! And all he wants is sticks! So I'm giving him sticks and sticks and sticks, and he's giving me emeralds. I'm like, oh yeah, I got all the emeralds now, baby. So I got this cool, thriving village with all these different people making me stuff that's actually useful. I'm like, sweet! Wow. So I'm very happy this, with my little village This now. sounds all kinds of wrong. The, pro the, the only other problem I have is I made an iron golem in order to protect them. I think I mentioned last week that he wandered off. And that's what this one did. I'm like, come back, you stupid golem. So what I need to do is I think I need to make a bigger wall. Because sometimes with the iron golem, I don't know how he does it, but he gets over the fence. And sometimes, like, cows will do that too. If it's too crowded or something, it'll just kick a cow out. And then I saw one of my villagers wandering outside the fence. And I'm like, hey, come back, idiot. I had to herd him back inside. So I need I'll to make a bigger wall did. so they can't wander off. Jesus Christ yep. almighty. I mean, so so that's, like, that's me just, and Minecraft. So just, huh? to, just to finish off. So yeah, basically, off. villagers are Minecraft's version of loot crates. Um, I guess. Well, except you can't buy villagers. No, you can't buy villagers, but they're basically before or you know, it was just in a way, random... it's a form of a loot crate. You know, you 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 put yeah. you, know, you put stuff in and you get emeralds out, and then you give those emeralds to other people and get different stuff for them. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's just a way of automating some of the things that you. Well, other people do that in terms of automating. I don't really mess with automating, but whatever. It's an interesting thing to do with the game because. It's not just building now. It's also like managing them, and that's kind of neat. Yeah, Gareth, look, Gareth Brained uh, has got it right. He says it's just plain slavery. It, it's true. Oh, Marcanix um, messed up, and he had a... Oh, man, Marcanix, what are you doing? I'm with Gareth on this. Yeah, well... It, it is... Yeah, I, I mean, and for someone like you, Duke, I am disappointed. But it's not, first of all, it's not even slavery. Look, I put him in the village... Where they Are you were born them for the labor. Are you paying that guy to make you arrows? Yes, I give him sticks and he gives me arrows. And what does he do with the sticks? He makes you arrows. <laughs> yeah, but he also makes them for other people. The trader comes along every once in a while with his llama and he's like, "Hey, oh, I'll bet he let's does. trade." There's the trader's llama there on the screen. Yeah, I get that, right? Who gets the income from the trader? The, the trader gets emeralds and the other dude gets emeralds. That's the currency is emeralds. And then what does he do with his emeralds that he, he gets? He uses them to buy sticks that he can then turn into arrows. Do you not understand you. how basic capitalism works, Stu? 
Except where we have uh, money, they have emeralds. I, I, wow. I don't even know what to say anymore. Anyway, that's my Minecraft experiences. It's awesome. Thanks to Marcanics and everybody who's been building stuff on the Overseas Connection server. Let's let's move on to another game. Let's roll the die. Okay, rolling the die here. One. That's Antonio. Oh. That's me. <clears throat> yeah. So I do apologize, Duke, because I have to go into VR chat now. Oh, yay. Christ. Because, uh... Oops, save me. Oh, like yeah. I'll be doing that, gives too. A shit. Can I just say? All right, what are we talking about? about? Ten, ten days time, people. <clears throat> Beat Saber. Uh, yeah. okay. Oh, really? Okay. Because I fucking love Beat Saber with, like, a passion. Um, but the downside is I have the PlayStation port, which means I'm very limited to what I have. I have, like, fucking 35 songs including the dlcs and um on my podcast yep i fucking mentioned that i not i wasn't a big fan of the dlcs because they're monster cat and i do get it because monster cat and gaming are like hand in hand at this point if you don't know monster cat are there any are there any actual proper songs that you would know like that have been in the charts or commercial songs no this is a very small indie team they are not they cannot afford those rights yeah whoa Hold on a fucking minute, right? This this right. is the biggest selling probably VR game that's ever come out, and you're not telling me they ain't making some money from that that they could afford to get some licensed songs in it. I didn't say that, and they have got licensed songs. Like literally just said, they have a ten song uh, Monster Cat pack. What does that mean? Monster Cat is a music label, which I was going to say. You I don't know Monster talking. Cats do? Nope. I have no well, idea what do. Monster Cat is, people. Sorry. So the, the reason <laughs> I just like giving Stu a hard time. Why hum, uh, they went together is because uh, Monster Cat is very close with gaming. So Duke, all the new Rocket League songs for the past like two years have been Monster. Oh yeah, Rocket League, baby. What? What? So, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're fucking dissing me because I don't play Rocket League and don't. Yes, we're dissing you because you don't play Rocket League. You suck. You should play more Rocket League. So is there a song I would know if I haven't played Rocket League? No. If you listen well, to the radio, you know, maybe. I, I, I know then. I don't play Rocket League. Well, you I'm should play Rocket League. Where, where they have songs that come from. The point Even is, it's a licensed song, and you asked if there's licensed songs. The answer is yes. Well, name me a song I wouldn't know that's not associated you with Rocket League. You'd ask if there's songs you know. You'd ask if there are licensed songs. And there uh, are. Case closed. You were dissing me because I didn't know. I'm dissing you because you don't play cool games like Rocket League. Instead, you play Yakuza 17. Right, who likes whatever. that game? Nobody. That's who. Everybody who so plays that game is an idiot. I don't know what Beat Saber is, just to clarify. Because <laughs> most people here seem not like VR, so I'll go on to it. That's uh, right, no. we don't. I, I mean, Duke doesn't even know the name of the game. Yeah, I, I do. I purposely Saber. misspell everything. I know that <laughs> Super Smash Brothers isn't Super Duper Smash Bro. I mean, I'd rather have that name because Smash, Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh, Super Mario is Odysseus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Super <laughs> Mario is Polybius. Reference. It's um, called Intentional so, Misappellation. Talk about the game. Go. <laughs> so, think Guitar Hero, but you've got two lightsabers in your hand. You have to swing in time with the blocks. And the blocks have directions on them. You play Beat Saber. And the reason I love this so much is I can't play Guitar Hero too much anymore because of my hand. It's fucked. Long story short, Guitar Hero ruined my left hand. It's, it cracks... Like, a, like I'm 80 of arthritis. Oh, big deal. Um, After 17 years, my ha- wrist sounds like a cement mixer. Yeah. And, and in a month, he'll have tennis elbow from playing Beat Saber. Yeah, he will. <laughs> well, yeah. well, I did want to defend something. You mentioned uh, last week that, hey, I'm going to be doing some exercise at Beat Saber. I did a test because I do aerobic cardio 
as well as this. And I thought I'd do a test. And there was only about 100 calorie difference between my hour aerobic cardio and an hour of Beat Saber. Bear in mind, though, I am playing on Expert Plus, which means just swinging your arms like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Not so what this sort of... person is doing here, which is just nothing, really. Look like a human helicopter, basically. Well, yeah, because Expert Plus versus Expert, the only difference is really the amount of spasming, I guess you have to do, because there's no really good <laughs> yeah, way to say it, because you have to go kind of crazy to do it, because I don't really know what I'm swinging at. It's almost just entering autopilot when you play Expert Plus. Yeah, I must admit, right, I have see, I've seen people playing this game at the Expert level, and they don't actually move as much. They're, no. they're sort of more twitching than moving, if that makes any sort of sense. Yeah, and like the main tip I'd say to anyone who wants to get good at Beat Saber is don't move your arms, move your wrists. Yeah, because I hold the move controllers like right at the edge of the move controller, so I can swing further and get more distance with less movement in my actual arms. Like that's the reason I haven't beaten the campaign yet. So the PSVR for a time had an exclusive campaign, and it's really shit. I can't lie, it's really bad. And a lot of it is just get high scores. But the way Beat Saber works with its scoring is, it's the longer you swing. So from going like arms up to arms down is the way to get the most points. And I don't do that because I'm used to playing these stupidly hard songs and. You're not going to beat the hard songs by flailing around like a motherfucker. You've got to be precise with it. Yeah. And you I'm, see, what I'm hoping is, and this is possibly going to be the case, because we know what hackers are like. You know, them, them people are, are, like, born to crack shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is this is obviously, I'm getting an Oculus Quest in 10 days' time. This is obviously available at launch. I'm going to be buying it. I'm hoping, because it's on an Android platform anyway, that somebody out there is going to work out how to add the modded songs and the, whether it's creating some weird folder within the subdrive or something. Hopefully, I think yeah. somebody will figure it out. If I ever own a PC or, uh, like VR device only because of Beat Saber mods, because the problem I have with Beat Saber is, and I, I say this every time I mention it, they are a tiny-ass team. One of the developers made the soundtrack. Like They're a very small team. The success was kind of out of nowhere. Or it's um, a tiny-ass just... team. Tiny-ass team. Yeah, I think I think the point is with Beat Saber is it you say it sort of came out of nowhere and it did, but it was the first VR game that kind of caught fire, wasn't it? It was like oh, definitely like yeah. This is this is fucking who doesn't want to swing lightsabers around? Mm. And you know what I mean? I haven't played such a quality music rhythm game really since Guitar Hero Three for me, and it's just so lovely to be able to have that. And like this is a, in my opinion, a VR seller. I know people that bought PSVRs just to play this, and I'd say you're an idiot. Get the PC version there's, no, there's mods because yeah. there's such a small set list I've paid 35 in total now I think including the DLCs and I've got like 35 songs there's yeah. very small and like as you say Stu you're not going to know any of them because no you won't and yeah, like, see I went to my mate who's obviously got the vibe version and, and was playing Gangnam Style the songs Up on the Gangnam Style. Fine, though. I like half the set list like quite a lot yeah, it was it was the reason I couldn't get along with the most recent version of Amplitude, because like the original version was all light licensed music, and then the new one is just music they've created themselves, and it's just yeah, not it's as much cheaper. not as much fun when they're not playing one that you know. Yeah, or you lie, you know, you're like, ah, so I love that song, you know what I mean? And it's it is the difference. I mean, once you start getting songs that you enjoy to listen to anyway, and then obviously you're playing those songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I have heard, I'll tell you another game I've heard is pretty good in VR, but it probably isn't, is Dance Central. They've, I didn't know they'd release I this in VR. I can't comment Yeah. So they released that as well. I remember that on the fucking, whatever it was, the Xbox bloody camera thing. The next. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. uh, Chris in the chat is saying, "Here comes the humble brags." Uh, my name is Katari Rocker for a reason. I don't want to be too cocky, but yeah, that's oh, right. So oh, he's shut exactly up, viewer. Rising. Yeah, he's rising to the bait, man. And <laughs> you know, exactly. well, that's the reason I want the PC version again. Not to be a dick, but I kind of reached my peak with the PSVR songs. They had Expert Plus, was a mate, which was amazing. It was a real challenge, like stupidly hard for a time. But the PC community just made it more fun to play. They add more challenges to it. Like, for example, I really want to play the entire Shrek movie in, in Beat Saber because it is a challenge. And so I made it, and that sounds really funny. And yeah, this... I, I'm glad that this game is doing so well, and I honestly, you know, love it so much. But I just want mods because I've reached my peak. I've played yeah, well, like 20 hours, I think, in this game. Let's be clear. Let's yes. be clear. That is never happening on the PSV. Oh, no. Obviously, I know that. I'm not an idiot. That's why I want... There's a chance... There's a very no, slim chance no. on the quest. Oh, okay, quest. Well, yeah, on the quest is a slim chance. On the on the PS, it's never happening. So I, it only happened if, like if I see an Oculus Rift, like the original model for a hundred quid or something. I sell my PSVR once I'm done with it and be like, okay, I want to play yeah. it because B-Saber is great and it is a great exercise, but you gotta you know do more than just hard or below because you're not moving your arms much at all. So if you don't mind my dumb question, what what yeah. are those walls like? There's walls near so, the things. Yeah, that that's to add challenges. So there are two obstacles that normally will get in your way. Uh, red walls. So if you put your head in it, you'll start to lose health and uh-huh. also bombs. Literally, yeah. if your lightsabers touch the bombs, you're gonna lose some life. So what, what you what you've got to understand, Duke, is because you have six degrees of movement, you you have to step sideways and duck. Mm. Yeah, so we we'll be doing squats, ducks, and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. So you squat in and you you're stepping from side to side. And so stuff. you can't play this sitting down, huh? No, I've no, tried. No. And Screw it. it. I'm never playing <laughs> this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've got to stand up and exercise, man. Screw that shit. It's it's not it's, it's not a great form of exercise, but it is definitely a form of exercise. But again, you have to be playing stupidly hard or stupidly fast, which I've done both of, because because obviously the main exercise is moving your arms a lot, and if you're doing what this guy's doing on stream, like medium or hard, you're not going to move your arms much at can all. I, can I ask you a silly question? I mean, I'm playing a fucking game. You have to ask it in a silly voice, so yes. Yeah, I do. Uh, Antonio, if you're playing <laughs> this game on hard or expert, is there a no-fail mode that you can enable? Yeah. Because because yeah. that's the problem I have. If you start playing on the hard modes, you fucking fail in about three seconds. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that still needs to be added to this. For example, there's no practice mode yet, which was extremely irritating to like try and learn hard songs. Yeah, um, yeah, because yes. you're fucking excited, but you failed. Yeah, and that's one thing I've noticed. This is not a very friendly game to get someone new into like playing these kind of games because you well, will fail really fast mode. if you fuck up. Yeah, there, is, there isn't one if you, you're sort of playing on hard or whatever. You can't just enable no fail then. Uh, so yeah, no fail. We can turn off any song. Any right. Okay. Even on any difficulty. Yeah, there's a bunch of modifiers because that's the only reason I'm still playing this is the modifiers. So um, they've updated it so you can play songs at 200 speed now, and you can tell how like much I played the original songs because that's the only way I'm getting fun out of this anymore is playing them on stupidly hard song like speeds. And this isn't humble bragging. It's just I do love this game so much. It sounds just, like it's not a brag game. if it's the truth. People just deal with it. I like the fact that your justification for it not being a brag was that you started bragging about being good at Guitar Hero long ago. Oh, I was taking the bait in the comments and like, yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry. I was number one in the world at one point for one song. Shut up. Yeah, so shove it. I have no validation. Yeah, shut it. I just need validation for something. All these people in the crowd need to suck it. This is the best of VR, in my opinion. I am very excited to play this in a couple of weeks. Along with Robo Recall looks pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, it. yeah. So there's there is some really cool games that are coming out to the quest. So, but yeah, super I hot. Would say this super much. Hot the other one. 
Um, without mods, this game isn't as good as it could be. And I, again, it's just because they're a very small team and you know the rights for some. Yeah, I'm, like I know. Say, I'm just clinging on to the fact, hopefully, that somebody will figure out how to install your own songs on it. Hopefully. Currently, uh, PC can't do that because they updated how it works in Unity and it ruined the mod uh, system. Or the company will get big and they'll start licensing some songs. I mean, it's like fucking charging you like £2 for each one. They do. I think it's a pound-ish per song. Yeah. Because the Monster Cat pack was a tenner. Yeah, they see nothing's cheap. It's all about making cash, making the solid cash. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. This is my modding Guitar Hero. I absolutely love it. And um, I mean, I still play Clone Hero, which is like the free PC version of Guitar Hero from time to time, but I can't because of my hand. So this is the perfect alternative. And if I know I can't go out today for whatever reason, I fucking love playing this as my form of exercise for the day. But again, only if you're doing it like stupidly hard or stupidly fast, because then you're not really moving much at all. I will bear that in mind. So yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye. So if I'm ever on again, you say, oh, I've, been, I've got my exercise for the week. I'll say, all right, what song and what difficulty? And I can actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean you weren't playing on expert? Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I'm, like I say, I I'm, I'm, can't really wait for the quest to come and get my head on it and, or head in it, should I say, uh, and see how that goes. All right. Roll the dice. All right, here we go. Rolling the die. It's three. Is that Stu again? Is this the same pattern no, we saw I'm last four. time? I'm four. Three is you. Oh, three is me. All right. Um, what else did I play this week? I guess Rocket League. There's not much to say about oh, it, but God. I will say, Antonio, I don't know if you realize this, the league is en- or the season is ending in like oh, 20, 22 hours, something like that. Oh, so shit. if you don't have your platinum ranking, then you <laughs> no, may want to... You no, I have to, a platinum uh, rank, but I don't have the reward. I have, like, bronze or something. Oh, uh, well, if you want to rewards. try to get silver or gold before the next 24 hours, this is your last chance. So so can you just correct me if I'm wrong here, Jude? Yeah. But when I made the joke at the beginning of the show, you couldn't wait to get to talk about Rocket League and Minecraft. That is literally it. Uh, Yeah, it is. Wow. Can I go back to bragging about Beat Saber again? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Antonio, tell us more about Beat Saber because Duke has nothing else to add. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't well, play any more Spaz. I didn't play any more Neon Beats. Uh, I really haven't played any Division or Battlefield 1. It's been kind of a hectic week, to be honest. Uh, yeah, nothing. I, I reinstalled Rust, but it had some big problem when I tried to run it. So, mm. I played a little more Skyrim. Mm. I've been doing the Stormcloak Civil War quest, which I haven't really done. I only did that once, so that feels good. I took over Whiterun, and it's like killing all the guards that are normally helping me out i was like oh i feel weird but whatever it's fine no you don't feel weird about the slavery thing in minecraft but you not slavery dude it's not slavery killing guards. i don't enslave villagers the way a lot of people do and besides there's like six people on the overseas podcast server who are enslaving uh villagers so why don't you take it up with them you should get an actual dice and like properly print on like skyrim rocket league and minecraft <laughs> there yeah, you go just yeah just roll the dice to what you're going to talk about <laughs> yeah exactly well here's the thing most of the time i do try to commit to playing something different last week i played um spaz 2 and uh, neon beats but this week i didn't have a lot of time and it, when i did have time i was like i don't feel like playing anything that i have to concentrate on so i'll go to the old reliable games yeah, old reliable games. Old reliable. Right, well, I guess in that case, you need to roll the dice again. <laughs> yeah, roll the dice again. And it's five, which means roll again. One, that's Antonio. 
Ah, oh, fuck. I still have play. <laughs> All right, well, I've been very busy. All right, now we're just... So you and I are done, Antonio. So now it's odds yeah. is Stu and evens is Rob. All right, yeah, that makes it easier. All right, four. Rob, go ahead. Yo. Um, the only other thing I've really been playing is Division 2. Yeah, uh, Division 2! And I'm more or less done with that now. No spoilers. I'm only... Uh, where am I? I'm in the third... I mean, uh, it's... Uh, compound upper left corner of the map you know what I'm talking about it's very hard to give spoilers really yeah well, it's such a deep interesting say. story though what are you talking about <laughs> I was gonna say are you really worried about spoilers for a very generic open world game by Ubisoft at this point I mean it's I mean, it's fun game but yeah the, the the story is almost non-existent yes it is did you ever get the castle did you get into the castle I heard you talking about that because it, it's not really a bug the point you you um you're not supposed to get in the castle. What? They 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 point it out when you're playing it. Okay, I go down in the basement. There's like seven survivors. There's a cutscene. Yeah. And then I go and do the mission. And then I go yeah. back. The I can't get back in the basement. And there's no. It, it looks like you're supposed to be able to open up that as a like a. No, you're not. They, oh. they they said at the time they basically say that it it got attacked with like the same uh poison that was used on the dark zones okay so the i the point of it uh, i was understanding was there's supposed uh, to be that it will never be an, like a normal settlement well there's a whole so bunch of stuff on the forums about it and then on the last update ubisoft was like we fixed the thing with the castle i think there was i, I got the way I, I was looking at it it sounded like like yeah, some people weren't sure okay and the, the way they talked about it i think there was a, a bug with the castle whereby oh, like getting like, the mission at all yeah, you couldn't yeah, get a mission or something. And, okay. and because they'd mentioned that, okay. a lot of people thought that that meant it was supposed to be a proper settlement. But Fair I don't enough. think it was. Okay, that's cool. If it I'm, was, I'm, I'm glad to know sure that because now I can still 100% it. I'm not going to, but I could. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the thing. I've 100%ed all of the oh, missions. snap. And, and uh, yeah, there's no other stuff in that settlement. Okay, fair enough. Well, good to know. Thank you. So what's so, your favorite yeah. thing about the game then? I mean, just the, the gameplay loop itself. It's yeah. it's pretty fun. I mean, Ubisoft are generally pretty good at that anyway. Yeah. And l- like a lot of these kind of live service games, the, the, the actual gameplay loop is fun. Yeah. It's just a case of having enough to do. You better I mean, not come for any reason other than shooting people over and over again. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fun game and there's there's a, quite a lot of content in there. Although, yeah. having said that, the, I, I quite like the fact that a lot of the side missions were like proper missions. Yeah, I but agree. You, you don't, you don't get to play them again though. So I give me an example. Are you, I'm thinking about like the public executions and stuff. No, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about because in, in the first game you had like just like all the normal missions yeah. and then what it went and then once you'd finished the game you could play those missions again over right, and over again. Right. Um, and in in this one you've, you've got all of the, the big missions, but then there's a bunch of like side missions that you could do as well. Okay. Um, where it was almost like the normal missions but um a little bit smaller but okay. you're still running around actual areas and there's clearly like effort put into it to actually create the level right uh, where it's like so and so got captured you have to go get them out and stuff yeah yeah but i got you. you can't play them again you, right. you can't redo that area right right uh, and, I, and i would have thought that in the end game they would have used that as like mm-hmm. an, even more content that you could like do again well, yeah, I so, mean, Far Cry did the thing where you can reset the uh, checkpoints and just keep doing yeah. those over and over again. So the end game content is essentially just playing the main missions over and over again. Yeah. yeah. And, they, they've got and the, the Dark Zone. Well. I mean, let's not forget the Dark Zone. 
I've never played any of the Dark Zone. I'm not really interested in that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think I, I did. There's, there's, there's like when you first go into each area, there's like a mission, which I don't think takes you online, um, but you like run around and explore the area, and this seemed right. interesting enough. But I, I'm not really interested in playing like competitive multiplayer no, I'm or with you on that, like. Yeah. yeah I wonder if it'd be different to. if we had people to play with. I mean, I expect that's what makes one of the things that would make the dark zone more appealing yeah i mean i just think it, well, i started playing it with a couple of people who then sort of dropped out really yeah um and but even then i think we would have been more interested in just in the co-op stuff um and not yeah yeah no i'm with actually, you. actually playing against other people sure because real people suck <laughs> yeah, um, they do. have you played so this co-op at all or has it mostly been on your own I played it a fair amount co-op. Um, okay. I, a lot of the main missions I was playing on my own until I got towards the end, and then yeah. it started like at the harder levels, right. uh, especially doing the strongholds. Yeah. I started joining on with other people, and I think I probably should have done that all, all the way through. Well, yeah, because it, it's quite well done actually, being able to like link up with other people. Yeah, sure. Um, and I, it I, is just more, more fun playing through it with with other people on your team. Right, right. And I I feel like. I, the, one of the reasons I don't in games like this is to do co-op is because I'm like they're gonna want to jump ahead and I'll miss a cutscene and the more I play it the more I'm like there's a fuck about the cutscenes this story is, is so paper thin. Well, there is no cutscenes and and the thing is what you generally do or what ev- everyone else seems to do and what yeah. I do is you play through a mission or when you start a mission you'll you'll play it through you'll join up with other people right. and then as soon as you finish the mission you quit out okay. uh, oh, playing cool. with everyone else. Yeah. So, you know, all, all of the sort of the story stuff you're doing separately. Yeah, sure. So I, I only joined on with other people for a mission. And the story is so always like in your earpiece anyway. So it's like, and it, what's the story? Yeah. Uh, so it, the Jackal is the biggest villain in this area. You got to take him down. And then the next yeah. story is the Coyote is the biggest villain in this area. You got to take him down. I mean, I didn't really listen to it when I was well, playing it without other people, never mind yeah. with other people. So, right. yeah. Here's the big question, though. Which uh, two devices are you using, or do you use the most? Um, I mostly probably use the secret grenade. Yeah, that's a very handy um, one. Just because then you can chuck it, and it'll go off and do its thing and yep. blow people up. Yep. Um, and then I was using some variation of the chem launcher. Oh man, um, I can't deal with chem launchers. Again, it feels like I'm being you know, violating my morals. It's like I don't want to use chemical weapons, but I should because it's probably helpful. Well, the main th- thing for it was the the version that actually shoots through cover. Oh, I didn't realize. It so was when right. enemies are behind cover, you can mm, fire that. And, uh, nice. More recently, actually, I was only using it to get for the uh, the extra commendations, but like the oh, one that can set people on fire as well. <laughs> um, Take that, people on fire. But mostly, I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not overly bothered with a lot of those side things. I felt like they were more useful in the first game. Yeah, that may be true. I really like the drone with the healing power. Like that's really yeah. saved my bacon because especially if you're out of um, health packs or armor packs, I guess it is now. Like screw that. I can just hang out yeah. for a while and then wait for it to recharge, and then I got the drone. I'm not, I mean, I leveled up the like how many health packs you could have quite early uh, on. Yeah. So generally, I just use do that. Yeah. Um, I think I tried the chem launcher with the health thing in it. Oh, but I didn't realize that. You, you don't thing. get that much health from it. Mm. So, and nowadays, especially when you're playing with other people, um, it's not as much of an issue. They'll generally like pick you up if you right, if you die, right. and there's not usually too much of a 
penalty for dying either. I must say I really I do like the yeah, that's true. There isn't much of one. Uh, I, I really like the sort of kamikaze dudes who come running from the sides. Like you have to I think in this game you have to watch your flank a lot more than you did in the other one. You do have to be a bit tactical. Certainly when I was initially playing it, it felt really quite difficult. Yeah. Um, especially when you're in the main world. Mm. Um outside like just missions and side missions are not too much of a problem yeah. because they they you they know which way you're coming from. Right. And so they all spawn in the correct place. Yeah. When you're in the main world, they can you could run straight in and not realize that they're going to be spawning right on top right, of you. Right, right. And then you're screwed. Yeah, um, first time I, 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 go ahead. The more you play it, the more you know what's going on. Yeah, the first result, time I did one of those um, control points, I guess it was like a quickie mart or something, I yeah. was like, hey, I've taken it over. And then it's like, call reinforcements. I'm like, okay, just call in reinforcements. And suddenly they're coming from all sides and it's the yellow dude. Yep. And I was like, ah! And uh, that I had to do that a few times. But I think it's that you, well, you get used to it, and then you just know which way they're coming from. But, right, and, and especially and then, once and then, I realize, oh, there's a mounted gun here, I'll just get on that and just mow them down. Yeah, and then learning to like hang back with um, like in, in certain missions as well. Yeah. So you you do kind of have it's not that intuitive in that regard, but yeah. you, you sort of learn what you're doing with it. Yeah. Uh, and it, like I say, it's it is fun, but I, right now I'm basically run out of things to do. Yeah. Really, I'm, I'm like as high level as I can get. I mm-hmm. think, like other than just grinding for hours to go up, like because once you've got to level thirty, you got it's all based on gear level. Mm, uh, and it, every gear thing, the maximum you can get is 500. Okay. But then you can like level up certain things in them. So in theory, most of your gear, other than your weapons, right. can go up to a maximum of 515, I think. I got you. But it, it averages everything. So mm. I'm, I think I'm on 509. I could go higher, but then my gear wouldn't be as good. Right. So it's one of those annoying things where, in theory, it's higher level, but... Yeah. It doesn't. It's not actually as useful for you, right? right. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I'm not going to be getting high, any like higher level other than doing like an absolute shit and a grinding, and we're not yeah. interested in that. Yeah, so right. I was getting a lot of the exotic um, mm-hmm. weapons and things like that. Right. Um, and the only one I've got left to do, I need to wait for the weekly um, stronghold things oh, in order to get so. access to a certain mission in order yeah. to get a certain piece. I haven't even really touched those in a while. Wow, this sounds like the most tedious thing I've ever heard. Well, that's how I feel when you're talking about uh, VR, so shut it. It's, yeah, well, this fucking it's just yeah, but there's a good reason why people like VR. There's no good reason why people like this game. 642 just to get this piece of shit. <laughs> it's the con- it's the basically the conclusion of the game is. It's just it's not a conclusion of the game. It's just grinding. Hey, he likes to grind. grind. You don't like to grind. That's the end of it. You like no, VR. I don't like I don't VR. You didn't hear me complaining the whole time, did you? It's the, the fun of the game is playing the game. Grinding yeah. is more or less. Well, it's not necessarily grinding, but the the it's loot. It's, it's all about the loot. The game. The Le- loot's a big part of the game, and the better loot you have, the more yeah, fun you have in the game. Let me ask you this, right? You're saying about these exotic weapons. How much different are they really to the current weapons? They're and, pretty different. I got a sawed-off shotgun recently, and it was like a game changer. Because as soon as one of the kamikazes comes to me, I can one-shot them in the face. <laughs> That's true, right? But you're only getting these exotic weapons just to beat harder enemies. So it's all relative. There's, you know, it's only like when you've got the shit weapons and the not so hard enemies at the beginning of the game. It's just. Yeah, but then you can go into a, a lower level area and just mow people down. To yeah. be honest, I'm not. I'm not really using the exotic weapons. Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm getting them to basically because that's what there is left you, to do. I want you're to, collecting them. You're a collector. Because I want to play the I game. I am the collector. I want to play the game, but. 
the, because there's basically not much story there, they, you just play what's there. And so that's more or less all that's left for me to do now yeah. is to get the, that, that kind of gear. Um, and once I've done that, then there is literally let me Let me ask you a question, right, Rob. I'm going to ask you a very serious question now. Do you, do you actually do this because you find it fun, or do you do it just because you feel like you need to? No, are, you, are you actually going, I'm, do you sit there with a smile on your face when you're grinding away? And I don't mean that in a, a sexual sense. It's not. It's Well, that's the thing. It's not necessarily grinding. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play a game just well, over are, and over you, again. You have mentioned earlier that to get to the end game, you've just got to replay missions you've already done. Is that not true? No, but, well, not in the same way. It introduces different things, and then they they change them in in different ways. And then obviously playing. But you through still not answer the question. You're, you're diverting. Do you are you do you sit there with a smile on your face because you're yeah, having I, fun? That, like I say, I, I play it because I'm enjoying the game. I'm I'm basically I enjoy the game, and I'm looking for excuses to carry on playing it. And th- at the moment, that is getting exotic yeah. uh, weapons. Yeah, I mean, whereas I would probably just, I mean, you know, in many games I have just started over and started playing the game all over again. That's this a, game yeah, lets I, you I, not have to do that. I can't do that. I, I, I'm not really interested in playing things twice. So, for instance, like, I mean, obviously, Duke loves Skyrim. I love Skyrim. I, I played everything in that game. I did literally everything I could. But for me... My, my definition of, like, what was finishing it was pretty much like getting all of the platinum levels like um, getting all of the levels on the playstation which is what i played it on um all the trophies and and once so i did that and that was and then played more or less everything else that was there and then that's it i was done with the game so yeah i, I just i if i'm enjoying a game i try i play everything that's there and then i'm finished yeah i just you see i find that hard to relate to because to me that's just sounds boring it just sounds a bit boring because well I, welcome I, to adult life where some people have you, different uh pastimes than you I do i'm not dissing look i'm not dissing you for it so i don't want you to take it the wrong way but it just sounds like tedium for the sake of tedium you know it's like and i get it because it it, it sort of relates to people's addiction urges and sort of wanting to you know collect any you know getting all those trophies see trophies i see is totally pointless no i, I generally don't i generally don't care about trophies but it was that, that was an excuse to carry on playing the game, like with with Skyrim. Um, I, I don't do it with most things. But I mean, for instance, like uh, Yakuza, do you avoid all fights? Uh, if I yes, if I can. To be honest with you, when I see those little orange arrows on the mini map, I just make it take a wide berth. To be honest, see, I I took part in most of them because I enjoyed the fight mechanic. Yeah, and I do like that. But I think I also think that you can do it too often. I kind of like the proper fights better. I, th- you know, I think. The, I like like I like a mix basically. I like I mean I, I'd certainly play games for story, but I also play games for mechanics. So I've played things like Destiny and, and Division because I enjoyed the mechanics of it. There's certain other games where I didn't, so I just didn't bother. Um, and then there's other games where I'll, I'll play through every single bit of the story if I, uh, if I'm enjoying it. So it's, yeah. I, I, I can get enjoyment out of the story or mechanics. And in this in the case of this, I enjoy the mechanics of it. So I was playing as much of it as I could. And now I'm pretty much done with it. Yeah. No, look, I, like I say, it's, it's horses for courses. And I do appreciate that, you know, different people are attracted to different things in video games. Um, but, it's just yeah, that the things I mean, you're attracted to, Rob, are wrong and evil. In, no, in a, in a lot all. of ways, in a lot not of ways, I'm playing this in exactly the same way I'm playing Super Mario Odyssey. 
there's yeah. not much of a story to do in that. You're, you're pretty much playing the same mission over and over that again. Is, that is true, but in Super Mario, because of the hat thing and all the other, you know, the difference in levels aesthetically and all that sort of stuff, the sort of Mario does lots of different mechanics. So there's always something being introduced that's new. Whereas something like Division 2, you're kind of really doing the same thing over and over and over. You know, you might be in a slightly different environment or a different building or underground or overground or whatever. But but in essence, you, you're continually doing the same thing. Whereas in Mario, lots of things change. Not much. It doesn't, but it does. You know, the environments, you get different levels. You, you know, you want It's not a very meaningful distinction. We should just move on. Let people like what they yeah. like. Yeah, just like what you like. I don't care. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay let me roll the die game. here. Hey, it's Stu. How about that? It's me. Uh, I'm only going to talk about one other game, which is a VR game you'll be pleased to know. Hey, VR. Um, why would you enjoy this? It's not that fun. Uh, and it's an Escape the Room game. Ooh. A little bit like Decay, oh, but dude. in VR. Classic. Now, there you go. Does it have a lot That's of jump scares? Uh, yes, there are definitely jump scares. Oh, it's called... It's called Dark Days, and it's a narrative game, so that's kind of cool. So there is a story. It's a very generic, your sister's gone missing story, and you, you know, you're going to where she was last known whereabouts to see if you can find out what happened to her, sort of thing. So it is, it's a very sort of generic thing, but uh, it's kind of cool. You know what I mean? It's, it's sort of, you don't, there's no free movement. It is like there's an arrow, you can click on the arrow and move to that that thing then you've got to solve you know this very similar to a lot of these types of games so there's a safe but you need the combination so you've got to find the two bits of paper somewhere in the room with the combination on and stuff what's the game called it's called dark days i have put a link in the show notes yeah i don't look you. at that shit <laughs> so so it's a bit easier for you to find the video of it um but yeah it's it's impressive i i kind of like it kind of like it. i mean it's in unreal 4 so, so the graphics aren't amazing, but they're, they're you know they're perfectly serviceable. Uh, but the twist, there is a twist with this game. Ooh, what a twist! Um, the twist. Uh, the, so the twist of this game, you go to this motel, the first level, you go to sleep, wake up, you're locked in the room. Obviously, then it wouldn't be escape the room if you weren't. Uh, so you end up locked in this room. And you've got to try and work out how to get out, which is a very simple, normal that is, that is an impressive twist. But the <laughs> twist is, I haven't got to the twist yet. Fucking hold your hosses. Oh, my God. Uh, so the twist is, while you're trying to escape, there's this weird fucking creature entity thing chasing you around the room. Dude. And you've got to hide either in the cupboard or under the desk or in the shower. Uh, and when you've hidden... You know, you have to wait so long while you're hiding. But it's kind of cool how they do it because you're obviously stood in the wardrobe waiting. And it's open a crack. So you can see some of the room, but not all of the room. And you can still hear this thing breathing, but you can't actually see it. So you're not entirely sure whether it's still there or whether it's gone. And if that you open sound, the... That sounds incredibly annoying. <laughs> it is. So basically, it is. every now and again, you have to stop playing the game so you yes, can hide in a cupboard before it's, you can start playing again. It's to be fair, that's the same thing as in Amnesia. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why I don't crazy. like those games. It's one, <laughs> yeah, one, it's, I think I really, I quite enjoyed Soma, except for that kind of shit. I haven't it, played that yet. It looks so damn. Good. I love Soma, yeah. uh, but it's incredibly creepy, you know. And you can still hear this thing bloody breathing outside the wardrobe door. Uh, and then you open the door. You think it's gone. You open the door. It's fucking still stood there looking at you. <laughs> so, yeah, so you quickly shut the door again because you're like, shit, it's still there. Uh, uh, is this free or pay? Because I have a gear. No, no, it's so pay. I pretty much have what you have. 
it literally costs one pound eleven. It's on sale at the moment, so it literally costs nothing. It was a quid. Um, and it's actually pretty good for a quid. It's pretty good for a quid. So I've I've just finished the first level. I'm on the second level now. How much yeah. of playtime is solving puzzles, and how much is hiding in cupboards? Um, no, the playtime solving puzzles. Once you, it, it does this other thing as well where it randomizes stuff. So if you fail, if the creature gets you, you get game over. Uh, but he does have a save point, so it'll take you back to the last save point, which the first time I got killed was when you wake up in the bed, so I had to do everything over again. But I was like, oh, that's all right. I know where everything is. Nope. They, they sort of move everything around each time, so it's randomised, so you don't have to solve the puzzles again or figure out where stuff is. Uh, and they change the numbers to unlock the safe, so it, it's, even if you knew the combination the last time, it'll be changed the next time you play it. So, it, so there is that. I guess that gives it a bit of replayability if you get yourself killed. Uh, but it looks pretty good, and like I say, the, the, the character models aren't brilliant. Uh, but the puzzles themselves are, are fairly simplistic. There was nothing too taxing. The only reason I didn't solve it the first time was because I managed to get myself caught by the thing before I managed to get into the cupboard and hide. Uh, and it does what, what it doesn't do very well on the Go version. You swipe up and down to crouch and stand up. It doesn't really explain that. So I only found that out by chance that you have to swipe up and down to, to crouch and stand up. Because I thought you had to click on it on the down and up bit of the, the touchpad, but you don't. Um, so And somebody had written in one of the sort of comments was like, ah, oh, this game's terrible. I can't work out how you stand up on the Go version or crouch down. Um, so that's how you do it, if you're listening. But look, it's a quid. It's well worth it for a quid. It's super creepy. And... Yeah, shit myself a couple of times, I have to say. And it, 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 there is something about playing a, a horror VR game, you know, where it, it does make you get that physical reaction, you know, of that shiver, you know, when you think something's about to grab you. Yeah, no, it does. Because I love fucking horror games, and VR horror was so fun for me. Like, I've played through Resi seven, three times. My favorite time has been in VR. And a good recommendation well for horror VR is uh, The Persistence. That's a very good... Uh, think Dead Space, but VR, that's The Persistence. That's a very good game. But he does. I think there is something about you know your brain not fully accepting that you're in this sort of environment or world, but it does make you fucking jump like shit. You know, now so to say that you get that weird physiological sort of shivery thing going on. Yeah, so, yeah, but I mean, jump scares I don't respect as horror. So like, I played jump scary games where I'm like, this isn't a good horror game. I prefer, you know, atmospheric and yeah. I mean, that's why that's persistence because there's there's jump scares, yeah. but it's mainly in the sound design that's creepy, calling yeah, for a time, and hearing the thing is. below you. Yeah, that's what this is. It's not it's not necessarily a jump scare because you can see this thing there. Okay. Uh, but obviously, it's more the fact that you know it's there, and you hide in the cupboard, and you can still hear it breathing, and you know, and obviously the sound is really, really clever because it obviously comes closer and further away from you. Mm-hmm. So you, you know when it's right next to the cupboard door, so you're like, I don't need to open that door. I'm waiting. So you, you do feel like a fucking scared little kid hiding in the cupboard when you play this game. So yeah, it's pretty good. It's for a quid. It's a pretty much a no-brainer for a pound. Yeah, fair enough. And I'm still in a bit of shock and all that Decay was mentioned. I fucking love that game. I got oh, okay. to Xbox One quite recently, actually. Yeah, it's not as complex as Decay. You know, it isn't on that level of puzzle, but it, it has got a similar atmosphere. That's I, I did love Decay. I think I'm supposed to be doing a real-world sort of escape-the-room thing 
Yeah, this is the thing now. All my students are constantly talking about, like, I went to an escape room and it took two hours. I'm like, fuck that. It's, yeah, it's one down the street for me. I don't really personally. I mean, maybe it would be me. fun. I don't know. I didn't like Minecraft the first time we've, I played it. We've, we've been told that, like, the, there's three levels easy, medium, and hard. And we had to, like, pick which ones we wanted to do. Um, and then each, and then you've got, like, an hour in there. And you can put in with all, because it's through work. And. I, I think I put medium as my first choice. I think I probably would actually prefer hard. It's just I figured that all I, I didn't really want to be on a team full of all of the assholes who would pick hard. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much. Fun. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah. And like it, the escape rooms are kind of niche, and they appeal to very niche things. Like uh, in Japan, especially, it's a big thing. Like uh, I know there's one company that licenses a game every couple of months and does it. So my friend went when he was in Japan went to the Metal Gear Solid escape room and he had a great yeah, time cool. with that and if but, they ever fell down at any point someone in the other room started going snake snake the actors were trained uh in the metal gear solid ai so if you were in a box right in front of them they had to pretend like they didn't see you and it's obviously right. obviously nice. there, so. and then if they saw there's you a went, cardboard box <laughs> there's or, a good video about it on or they pissed themselves <laughs> Uh, well, just look it up. It's very funny, and they literally trained in the PS1 AI. So yeah, look it up. It's quite funny. <laughs> if you're like, totally, like say, totally recommend Dark Days. Do a real escape room like Robbie if you want to try it out in real life. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Give Please. it a go. Give it a go, and there's scantily clad women for you there. Look, what more could you ask for in VR? If they wanted to like Metal Gear Solid in real life, shouldn't they all like be wearing like one of those kind of dog collar cone things? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then you shit your pants. Uh, <laughs> right, uh, I think that's it. Are we all done for stuff we've been playing then, I'm guessing? I think that's it. That's it. Let's talk some news. Oh. I've got some big news. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I have. Right, I've got some big news for people who love Snooker 19. Snooker 19. <laughs> now, this is kind of old news. But because Chini hasn't been here, it hasn't really been highlighted by us. And people might be interested. People might be interested. Uh, so on the 2nd of May, they released an update, patch 1.03, uh, which basically fixes all the stuff that Chini wasn't happy with. So here's the main headlines from this. Online match timers have increased now. So if you play an online versus match, it's a 90 minute per game. And then a shot timer of 60 seconds. So that's if you're playing online and just a standard friendly match with some randomer. Uh, if you're playing in an online tournament, the match time is only 40 minutes per game and a 40 second uh, timer per shot. And if you're playing in friend matches, which is what Chini mainly does, uh, the match time is unlimited and shot timer is unlimited. So you can take as long as you like to play a game and take your shots. Uh, so there you go. That's the main in, uh, the main improvements. AI is more aggressive and realistic. AI safety shots have been improved. Player poses have been improved. Player hand poses have been improved. And ball hitting the pocket audio changed to match the strength of your shot. Oh, my God. Who doesn't want that? Um, so, yeah, it sounds like they've fixed a lot of the stuff that people weren't happy with at all you know a lot of the stuff that people were going ah, well we can't comment on it because our expert resident uh snooker expert isn't here now if you want to find out a bit more on our snooker resident expert if you go to the youtube channel he has actually done a video on this update 
and tells you what he thinks about it, basically. So Chini has actually done a, there's been an update. This is what it does. This is what you're going to like about it. So, yeah, go and watch him. He's way better at telling you stuff about this than I would be because I haven't played this game. So there you go. And that's it for news. There is no other fucking news. That's the news. Uh, yeah, there is one other news story that what? I talked about. Really? Antonio oh. talked about this, too. Or you favorited the tweet, at least. Um, there was a news article recently about people who make horror games. I guess they were working on Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, uh, yeah, this. And they ended up with, like, post-traumatic stress disorder because they had to stare at, like decapitations over and over again and like model spines being ripped out of people's bodies and stuff. And like, I mean, you know, look, I'm not going to be down on the idea of, you know, violent video games, but yeah, but uh, well, can I just check, is this real life ones or just the video game version? What? Well, is this real life dead people or just video game dead people? What I'm saying is the people who are designing the video games had to watch footage of actual people being killed. That's what I was saying. Real people, not just the video game version of it. Well, considering how realistic it is, I I don't know if they see the difference. They watched real stuff in order to... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So real people having their spines pulled out. I don't know where you'd find it. Or just looking at spines, looking at a spine in an anatomical drawing and then modeling it and then seeing the animation of the spine coming out over and over again. Mm-hmm. All I'm yeah, saying yeah. So is this isn't real life people they've been watching films of being. Well, maybe not of 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 that particular <clears throat> bit, but of beheadings and dead bodies. Yes, they're looking at actual dead bodies. Oh. So my point is that again, like, and I'm not saying that these games shouldn't exist or anything like that. I'm I'm not one of those people. But I'm saying though, like, that that's something that we ought to be conscious of as a, people who love this industry of video games. Like, I don't want the developers of these games getting post traumatic stress disorder. There's got to be some way for them to have more control over their working life so that they don't end up in this. I've got to. I've got to say, it seems like you know. I'm not obviously demeaning what's what what you're saying. That's a great here, setup. But... That's like I don't. I'm not trying to be racist. <laughs> I'm not racist, but, but yeah. No, the, but what I'm saying is every, and I mean this in a in a more like what the fuck way is like every week. There's another story about something negative associated with development of games, isn't there? I, I really don't. Thing, I really don't know why anyone wants to work in games. No, yeah, I don't. I mean, it Christ, fucking you, you... sucks. I mean, it never worked. <laughs> or never soft, sorry, who, who were um, doing this. Um, I mean, they were previously in the news for like forcing people to do 100-hour weeks. Yeah, yeah right. For the last three like big games that they've made. Yeah. Not just the this most recent one. And it's like, why would you want to do that? And, and then, so they're doing that under threat of being fired. And mm-hmm. then when they're finished, likely it is, they're probably going to get fired anyway. And they've got post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, it's just like, and and the, and the, the vast majority of them aren't getting paid particularly well either. So it's like I just don't understand why anyone. You see, does. you don't you don't hear this in the film industry, do you? Really? <laughs> hey, Antonio, what would you know about it? I've been studying for three years. I can say a lot. Well, that's one thing. I've it's weird. Yeah, I've but more whoa, about the whoa, game that's self-inflicted for your studies. For you're not being forced to do what you're doing, are you? That's not the point. If you're getting paid for it, it's not like you're being forced to do it. You're getting paid. But it's the point is the working conditions ought to be better. uh, I don't know. I just, (laughs) I don't think it's the same thing, really. You're not making being forced to work 100 hours a week for the repentance. Why don't you let him talk about what he wants to say? Go ahead, Antonio. What what were you going to say? 
Well, I'm glad all these things are happening because the reason I feel there is more understanding about, you know, the film industry and how we are treated is because it's a, you know, we're, this is an older division of entertainment. Yeah. Video games are still developing. So I'm right. glad these are happening so that one day game developers can fucking unionize and do shit right. Yes. I was going to say, isn't the film industry mostly unionized as well? Yes. Yeah, because that's the thing. The rule of thumb for many uh, companies is if you're not in this kind of union. So I'm an editor. And no one really treats me well because I'm not in a certain editor's union. Mm, so as soon as I actually join one, then I might get in, be getting more work and such. What does it so take to get into one? <laughs> you have to get invited. Uh, so you have to do a certain or amount of work to get on the radar different. screen, every, and then you'll get in the union, and roles. then you won't have to work so hard. Some you have to pay, some you have to be, get a certain award. Um, the top ones, you need a certain award to, or a certain level of award to join. Yeah. It's very complicated. Some of them, you got to give Harvey Weinstein a massage. Exactly. Oh, snap. I was going to say, go. we, hit, we obviously we hear about all the sexism and stuff in filmmaking and, yeah. yep. you know, all that kind of stuff, but not the same level of this sort of almost like, you know, slave labor. You, you've got to do this, so we're going to fucking No, I think Antonio's right. I think, the, and, you know, yeah, the union element is really important. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad all this is happening. Of course, not for the reasons that people might be thinking of. I'm glad this is all coming to light because hopefully, as the game, um, <laughs> as the gaming ecosystem evolves, because this is a massive business now. Like the stats are being thrown around of you know this is worth more than music and movies put together. Games industry that is. Right. So oh, hopefully, easy. yeah. So this is a sign. Hopefully that is like okay, this isn't right. Hopefully, as it evolves and more and more people fucking join the industry, mm-hmm. something will happen that will benefit everyone. Because yeah. What I wanted to say was, since learning um, about films, and ironically, I'm kind of making a game as my film right now, and um, I fucking respect game developers so much more than I ever have in my life, because making a film is that, but making a game is making a film and a game and a fucking album all put into one, and I just respect them so much. So hearing about all this is really disheartening, and I would like to work in the games industry, but hopefully to make some kind of change or some shit because yeah, yeah no you really off. wouldn't <laughs> yeah i no, mean and, and i think you don't the, want to work the, in the film industry either really the film industry kind of sucks yeah. it just it's just about your interest in- with, with pretty much all of them it's like if you're at the top level or higher enough up then then it's probably great oh, but yeah, if, if, you, if right. you if you're down at the bottom then yeah you're getting just fucked basically yeah yeah, yeah. it's not great is it so anyway, that, I just want to mention that, that I think really it's important that, for us as consumers to say, hey, we want better working conditions. In the same way I say, like, look, I like McDonald's. It's tasty. It's fast. It's cheap. The, the workers deserve more money and better working conditions. Like, that's something incumbent upon people who consume a thing to say, I want to know where this stuff comes from. I want the people who produce it for me to live a decent life and have good working conditions. Yeah. Well, until something changes, or like you said, it gets unionized... That's probably not going to happen. Well, and then we're going to continue How much are we see these push sort of it? stories every week. Yeah. Anyway, what's you know, next? Any sad. other news? I'd say first. Emails. 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 Okay, let's have some emails. Oh, emails. Whoa. That ruled. That ruled. That rule, right. First email tonight is off Undead Kerber. And he says this. Evening, fellow veterans. Hello, evening. As the year goes uh, into the peak gaming season, not that we need any more new games at the moment. Everyone needs a year to get through their backlog and catch up. Yep. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, especially hearing about it at E3. So anything that... Uh, 
you guys are looking forward to at E3 this year? Um, I mean, that's just all kind of speculation, to be honest. I could pull something out of my ass and be like, oh, I want this. Um, well, I there's really stuff that forward, to be honest. There's stuff they've shown last year that they might like find a bit more about. Like, for instance, you know, the new Elder Scrolls game. We may may find a little bit more out about that. What do you know? Didn't Could they be- very specifically say that they wouldn't? Fuck knows. I don't. Li- I don't really listen to what goes on at E3 these days because everybody's abandoning it anyway, aren't they? I mean, like Sony's not going to be there this year, so they're not doing it. Um, everyone just seems to want to do their own thing these days. Did a year say they were gonna, weren't doing it? I think so. I, I know someone else said it. they weren't doing it. Someone else has said they're not doing it either. I mean, not that I really care. No, no. A lot of them are, are just good. not not abandoning it, but they're just like. I think that they're seeing less of a, of a worth of investing all that money and going to E3 now than they probably used to do. Yeah, EA are skipping the press conference. Yeah, oh, I they? thought they were. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy with that because they're, pro- they're normally the worst ones to watch, in my opinion. Because I do watch it all because I kind of enjoy it, to be honest. Because A, you get some announcements, and B, you get to watch some shit shows happen. And EA was normally the shit show uh, it's, king. It's like, uh, I think it was announced this week that um, EA Access is coming to um, PlayStation. Correct, it is, yeah, and, PlayStation 4. And, like, Seth was asking if we were excited. And that, no, I couldn't give a fuck about pretty much any EA titles. Yeah, no. yeah, same for me. Yeah, not too bothered. By I Thomas mean, uh, I guess if I was to answer his, answer his question, I'd hope there's a date for Cyberpunk. There you go. Yes, that'd be a nice a nice thing to have. And I, apparently, I do believe they're going to talk about it, aren't they? Has that been a... I'm sure I've heard a thing saying they're going to talk about it. I'm pretty sure I heard something saying like it's already quite well, they're almost distancing themselves from the previous gameplay that they showed. So saying it's now it's now actually quite different. Yeah, it's probably because it doesn't look as cool as that. (laughs) They they seem to suggest that they've been working on it more. Well, so so it may be better, which is hard to believe if that's the case. Possibly, but yeah, I don't know. Likelihood is he's probably not going to be quite as slick. Is, is what they've shown. Probably would Which is fine. Twice. Which mm. is fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, Cyberpunk is, is one of my must-have games. Uh, E3 in general, Last of Us 2, I'd like to see something at the next PlayStation Direct thing that they do about that, and maybe, you know, some sort of release date, possibly, which is highly, again, unlikely did to happen. Did you watch the last PlayStation Direct? I didn't, know. I didn't. I did, yeah, State of Play, yeah. I've not, I've not watched it, but I heard that, obviously, Final Fantasy VII was shown. It was shown, but yeah, that was it. It bit. was just like, oh, it exists still, guys. All right, see you next year. Yeah. It's still coming. Still coming, yeah. people. I mean, uh, but to almost answer his question, I look forward to the things I don't know about. So I look forward to more new yeah. IPs and stuff, more than sequels and such. But that's just me personally. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always prefer like new IPs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have rather Naughty Dog did a new IP rather than doing Last of Us 2. Yeah, same for me. Yeah, but it's it's still going to be a good game, isn't it? Yeah, well, no, more than likely. I don't but... think we need to worry. Oh no, well, it's not that. It's just hope. You know, Naughty Dog are great, and it'd be nice to see them create something else. They, they've shown, especially with Naughty Dog, they've shown that they can do it. What I would love to see is a developer that's that where their their fame is based on their their strength as a developer. And I think Naughty Dog probably could have done that, or certain other ones could have done that. Because, like, obviously they did Uncharted, they were amazing, and then they did Last of Us. And straight out the gate, they did really well and was fantastic. And that showed that, in theory, they could do very well on the strength of their name as a developer rather than on having to have a franchise. I'm, I'm sort of sick of everything having to be a franchise. 
Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Okay, without going too deep, I'm currently doing work for a big company, and the main reason they wanted me is because I have I'm making a world basically, and if it does well, we get renewed and basically make a franchise. So yeah, it's all about making a franchise nowadays. Yeah, make a franchise, making make a franchise. I I think my personal theory on this is that Naughty Dog won't really make a new IP until the PlayStation 5 comes out because that's kind of a good time to do a new stuff. I don't, you know, I, do something interesting and new. I mean, I was slightly disappointed when the... I mean, Uncharted 4 was a fantastic game, mm-hmm. but I, I, I liked the fact that Naughty Dog previously had, like, a game for each generation. So for PlayStation 1, it was uh, Crash Bandicoot. PlayStation 2 was Jack and Daxter. PlayStation 3 was Uncharted. And then they introduced Last of Us at the end. I would have liked it if they'd carried on doing the same thing, like just abandoning the old games and then starting a new game for a new generation. Um, but the problem is, yeah, nowadays there's so much money in there and there's so much, so much time involved in making each game that they're, they're pretty much they have to carry on all these franchises. Yeah, and, and, I, and I don't. You usually get the law of diminishing returns because, especially if a game was a franchise was made for a specific platform if the, those platforms are now much more advanced. And you've seen it with things like, um, whatchamacallit, Crackdown. The amount of like negative press that got just because yeah, but, it's basically but, the same as the previous game. Yeah, but Crackdown doesn't really have any sort of narrative or backstory or anything about going on with depth of character, whereas things like Uncharted, and, and obviously The Last of Us, it's still got, you know, Uncharted had more story to tell to finish it all it did, but off the sto- and tie it up. The story was the strength, but to be honest, the gameplay, yeah. I mean, as much as I loved it, this the gameplay was still pretty much the same and felt a little bit dated. Their shooting mechanics aren't the yeah, best. Yeah. And, I and I'd say the same thing about um, like Red Dead Redemption 2. Look at Rob talking smack on the podcast I and know, throwing yeah. shade in the chat. Damn, Duke can multitask with <laughs> this tea know, spilling. Yeah. I don't, look again. I don't disagree with you, but I, as I'm more interested in in narrative and story, that kind of doesn't. That's just a means to an end. That's just a sort of mechanic to get you through the story. So that doesn't bother me too much if the story is really good. Yeah, so I'm I mean, fine with that. I'll put I'll put up with shit to get a decent story, but I mean I I would prefer it if they did like if they were able to do both, which yeah, they, they previously mean, they like in in previous gener- in previous generations. They they did do both. I mean, at the time, Uncharted, those were pretty good mechanics. Well, actually, they probably weren't to be honest, but certainly other games were. <laughs> um, and so it didn't it didn't necessarily matter. Um, whereas nowadays, if you, you carry on using the same engines, the same mechanics, it doesn't work quite as well. So no. they, they they they've previously put in the effort to to do both at once. But yeah, I, I, sort I, of don't, like look, I don't disagree with you, but I also do think they did make improvements in Uncharted for the oh, the fact they got rid of all the fucking constantly respawning enemies was a good thing. You know, at least there was a finite amount of people to take out in each area. But um, it, it is that that thing of like you're making improvements, but because you're starting on a basis of an old game, um then you're still going to have that old stuff. I mean, there's even some like little insights in it. Like, obviously, the, he's playing um, Crash Bandicoot in that. And then later on, they have a level that's more or less the same thing as the Crash Bandicoot. Him like oh, run, yeah. running into the screen, they're doing the same thing. And I, I, I'm pretty sure they did that like on purpose. But it's, yeah. um, it, it is that kind of thing with carrying on old mechanics just because... That, I don't know why, really. I guess. I mean... I'm t- 
I don't know how you would change up the gameplay of Uncharted that much, really. What if you had are, to shoot more people? improvements you can make. Do you know what I mean? What if instead of shooting people with... One? What about if instead of shooting people with guns, you shot people with crossbows? Hmm. I guess. <laughs> that would be different. Yeah, it would be, I suppose. But again, it's only a minor thing, I'm though. Joking. That's not a huge difference. I'm joking. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what you would be expecting to change. I I just I, other games have come out that can do um, like combat better, um, and so I'm always interested to see them GTA, do things. Do things better. I, I, I know you're probably going to agree anyway, but GTA fucking never changed their combat. No, that's it's awful. Mm. It's that, terrible. That, it's always that, been terrible. And but that was no, one of the issues I had with Reddit. It's the biggest selling game of all time. Yeah, but. Um, McDonald's no probably the biggest selling restaurant. That doesn't mean it's the best food. No, it doesn't. But it, it appeals to what people like, regardless of the fact that the gameplay is a bit shitty. It doesn't really matter. And that's the thing. So the the main answer to all these questions of you know why doesn't this happen is resource management and money. So the reason why Last of Us Two yeah. is happening is because people give a fuck about Ellie and Joel now. Exactly. So the gameplay probably will be near to the same. People just want well, to see they're what invested to the in the characters in the story rather yeah. than what you're doing as to get there. And that's why they don't have to innovate too much. No, with franchises, and that's the thing. It's a song. big risk to do it. That's why this this generation of game has been quite boring for me. Not many risks have been taken. That's why Astro bought for me last year was my favorite game. It was mm. so different and odd and weird. And I loved it. Um, and like, yeah. So like, again, going back to this question, what would I like? I mean, I've been saying for years, I want a new horror IP, but that's not gonna fucking happen because horror is a massive risk. Yeah, and like Resi niche. Seven underperformed according to Capcom, even though it sold millions of copies. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Right, we need to move on, man. So let's read the rest of this. Thank email. you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, thanks for that 20 minute if, diversion. And <laughs> if there was a huge DLC pack for any game, what would you like it to be for? Who cares? DLC? Oh, portal. Go on. Yeah, Portal. Yeah, it's never happening. <laughs> no, right, uh, something you felt would be good with more story, or you just like the gameplay that much, you just wanted more. For oh, me, more I story for Division invite- 2. That's what we want, is more story. More story for <laughs> some actual well, story for yeah. Division Two will be good. Some, some story. Zing. Yeah, some story. Uh, for me, I would always invite more Mario Odyssey. Hey. I bought the game and then completed campaign in three days. Loved it. That's just uh, what Antonio said. How about that? Uh, that's not the same wavelength. <laughs> uh, have a great week, guys. By the way, I don't know if you were aware, the British Podcast Awards are up for nomination at the moment until Wednesday, I believe. So I gave you guys a nomination in Chini. And Ginny, I feel your pain about Assassin's Creed Origins, so slow and the grind. I ended up clearing everything in the first era and gave up, but Odyssey is a fantastic game. Brought me back into the franchise and possibly Vikings era next game, which sounds amazing. Ta-ta for now. So we've been nominated, apparently, for the uh, UK Podcast Awards. Didn't know that. British Podcast Awards nominations. Yeah, but how much? what does it take to nominate someone? I have no idea. I mean, thank you. That's very nice of you, but... That's uh, you know. very cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't it know. I'm going to have a look after the show, find out what that's all about. Uh, yeah. But thank you very much for that. We do appreciate it. Right. Thank next you. one is off Jason Gallagher. And he says this Hope. Hope. Is there any hope? Hopefully, by now, Stu has talked about many weird things, games that some wouldn't dare try that he has played this week. If not, I am truly sad. Is it time for the veterans to look for a fourth host, Jason? What? 
Well, he, look, I, I, I get where he's coming from, right? Because I used to play a lot of weird games, and I do still play some weird games. It's not like it's not happening anymore, but just maybe not on the same level. Yeah, don't worry about us. We're fine. Start your own podcast. Exactly. Don't don't under you know don't misunderstand. I still like unique and weird stuff, but sometimes I don't always see it or I don't. I'm not aware of it. You know, I do keep me ear to the ground, but I don't always see the weird stuff that's coming out that I might enjoy playing. Yeah. So you know, I will try my best. You can always recommend things to us, but you don't get to say like you need a different host. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you can recommend some weird game I need to play, and I'll I might give it a go. Yeah. Might. I would be very careful asking Jason for recommendations. Don't make me break my foot off in your ass! Get it right, but don't, don't, don't tell me what to do. Don't push it, Bobby. But thank you, yes, we do, we do appreciate your correspondence, uh, Jason, as always. Right, Uh, we have got a quiz, so we need to get on with that shit. Oh, God, I'm trying to get some papers graded. Now i got to stop and do this. It's time for the quiz. It's time for the quiz. We play the shitty sound clip when it's time for the quiz. There you go. So Derek has very kindly sent us a quiz in this week. Thank you, Derek. I pretend to be angry, but I'm happy. Yo. What? Oh, speak pipe. It's a speak pipe quiz. Well, that's his quizzes are always speak pipe. Speak pipe. Speak pipe. It's the way to leave a no, message no, for us. All right, I have yeah, this pulled up I'm here, sure and I'm totally not waiting for Gmail to start. Podcast for UK awards. Totally. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Gmail is taking a very long time for some reason. Come on, Gmail, let's go. There we go. Here quiz we go. clues, quiz answers. Which one should I play first? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the <laughs> quiz clues will be good. Okay, Gmail taking forever. What is up with Gmail? I wonder what else is nominated at that awards. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have like a look. I can, I can, I can like think of a couple of podcasts that, that might be uh, deserving of a nod. Oh, here we go. Now it's open. Here we go. All right. So I started right. up SpeakPipe. Here we go. Derek Sines, Quiz Clues. Hello, veteran gamers. It's Derek Sines back with another quiz. Sorry, I said it wrong. Sains, not signs. And I'm simply going to give you two locations from a game or game series. And for a point each, you just need to get the game or the game series. Ooh. And there's a possible 13 points at stake here. Okay. So Ooh. number one, Kadora and Voeld. What? What? No clue. Anybody know Kadora nah, and Voeld? What was the second one? Kadora and Voeld, I think. <laughs> Let me play it again here. Kadora... And the world. I'm gonna go Dragon Age Week. I don't know. Fucking Morrowind. No, fucking. <laughs> any, any guess? Kadara sounds familiar. Maybe Japanese. Don't know. Okay, moving on. Number two, Bianco Hills and Pinna Park. Mario Sunshine. Okay. It's Antonio Sunshine, gets that, I guess. Number three. Yeah, there you go. Number three, Temeria. And Egremont. Yes, yeah, Tamaria sounds familiar, but I sounds can't like think Tamri- of it. Sounds like Tamriel. Oh, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, no guesses for that one. Final Fantasy Number four, something. Four, Firefield and Mute City 2. Why don't you choose games we know? Oh, what is all this is random that, weird F-Zero. shit? F-Zero. What was it? F-Zero. Mute City. F-Zero. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, well, F-Zero. okay, then. If they said Vice City, I, I would know. Like, I thought it sounded like Pokemon. Yeah. Next one. Number five, 
Shadenhall and Bruma. Oh, that's uh, Oblivion. What? What? Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, uh. Yeah, it is Oblivion. And I, because I should know, because I was the hero of Kavach. Number six, Super Duper Mart and Gold Ribbon Grocers. I believe that's Fallout, isn't it? Super Duper Mart, I'm pretty sure is Fallout. Yeah, that was Fallout Three. Well, I think there's there's Super Duper Marts in all the Fallout games. I think. Yes, <laughs> Fallout notoriously use all of their stuff all the time. Yeah. Next one. Number seven, the trolley and the windmill. Uh, that sounds like what? mist, but I mean that's just what I call it. They probably have real names. See, if you said channel would age, I would be like, uh, mist. The trolley and the windmill. I'm doing terrible at this because I don't know. Right. Is Golf Story got those in it? Because it's like miniature golf. No, I don't know why my first one was Super Monkey Ball, but I know that's wrong. Just because they some of the levels in there is literally just a place. I was hoping he was going to say Silent Hill. I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess we don't know. Next one. Number eight, Opportunity, and Firestone. Uh. One of these probably Witcher three, you know. <laughs> I, have fi- I have a feeling I'm gonna be kicking myself with a lot of these. Yeah, well, yeah we'll see. See. next one. Number nine, Colosseum Ruins and Spectacle Rock. Colosseum Ruins and Spectacle Rock. Is that God of War? I was gonna say is that Zelda. I was gonna say is that Pokemon? <laughs> well, we've got <laughs> three guesses Colosseum. at least for number nine. Here comes number ten. <laughs> number ten, Wellspring and Scorcher Territory. Uh, that's thingy, isn't it? Um, well, freaking Half Life Two, Borderlands. Isn't that Borderlands? Oh yeah, I think yeah. it is. Scorcher Territory. Yeah, that makes sense. I think. Oh it is yeah, that'd be right. Yeah, well done. All hey, right, right. Number, number eleven. <laughs> number eleven. One of us. Gristol and Dunwall. Dunwall is. Uh, that's, is that uh, Dishonored. Dragon Age. Yeah, Dragon Age Origins, I think. No, Origins. it's Dishonored. I, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Next one, twelve. <laughs> Link's View and El Swanko Casa. That's Zelda something, probably. El Swanko Castle. <laughs> yeah, Link's View though, it's got to be something to do with Zelda. Is well, that no, no, Zelda? no, that could be a golf I thing because that's you call you it the Links. Thought they'd name it after him. I think it's a uh, Hot Shots Golf. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> do you know what? It could be next that. one. Oh, it could be something weird like next that. Next one, El Swanko. Finally, makes me think of like Guacamole. Yeah, it could be. Next final one. Number thirteen. Tequila Sunrise and Bad Town. Guacamole. Yeah, that's that sounds like uh-huh. <laughs> so Finishing said, it up the speak pipe. There's a 13 possible points at stake there. I'll give you the answers in part two. So I'll speak to you shortly. All right, okay, so here come the answers. I uh, got to open Gmail again. There we go. It's a little faster this time. Um, Come on, come on, come on. Okay, here we go. Speak pipe opening, and here it comes. Okay, here are the answers to the game locations quiz. And don't worry about being specific with the game number, as long as you got the game or the. G- we weren't even close to that, Derek. <laughs> yeah. Just go and read the answers. Game series number one: Kadara and Voeld was Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, see, oh, I didn't play that, yeah, so I wouldn't know. No, pl- only played about <laughs> ten minutes. Of that. Did either of y'all play yeah. that? I didn't play that at all. Oh well, suck it. We didn't play it. Two, Bianco Hills and Pinna Park, Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, did uh, anybody well get that? Well Antonio. Did you say Sunshine? I yeah, did, yes. did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Antonio's winning with one point. Yeah. <laughs> Three, Temeria and Egremont, The Witcher 2. 
Oh, uh, Witcher 2. Yeah, I knew one would be a That's Witcher. One I have, I yeah, but you didn't get that right. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of <laughs> Witcher 2. All right, here we go with the next answer. Number four, Firefield and Mute City 2, F0X. Hey, well done, hey. Antonio. Antonio's ripping it up. Two to two nothing to nothing to nothing. Two nil nil. Three and that's it, though. So I don't Number five, Shadenhall and Bruma were from Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. Yeah, I got uh, it. Well done, Duke. Yeah, I'm coming for you, eh? Six, <laughs> Super Duper Mart and Gold Ribbon Grocers, Fallout 3. Hey! hey. Another one, two, two. All right. Uh, that's Seven. a Fallout 3. Yeah, but I said Fallout first, so you, yeah, you just did, did my week. Yeah, and he did. said, don't oh, worry yeah, about which game specifically, so we're tied, baby. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here comes the next one. Don't argue, it's our podcast. <laughs> you can argue, that's what we do here. Seven. Yeah, but we don't trolley. agree. The trolley and the windmill. And the windmill was Ico or Ico or something. Oh! lose all of my points because I didn't get that. So now it's do. two to zero, zero, zero. People pronounce it. Number eight, Opportunity and Firestone, Borderlands 2. Ah. Uh, we didn't get that. Oh, no, it's a different one. no, it didn't. Someone no. did say Borderlands for them. Yeah, but that was yeah, for a different for one. one. Yeah. <laughs> that was one for like the Scorch or whatever it was. Oops. Yeah, yeah I do remember Firestone. Next one. Nine, Coliseum Ruins and Spectacle Rock. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah, he actually got one right. Hey, nice one, Rob. All right, next one. Number 10, Wellspring and Scorcher Territory was Rage. Oh, uh, right. Uh, Scorcher, uh, yeah, that was yeah. Rage, well, wasn't it? You, you yeah. were basically right saying it's the same one. game. Hey, <laughs> hey, Rage 2 came out today, huh? Or this weekend? Is that true? It yeah. actually. It's yeah, out. Well, I don't know if it's when it's actually come out. I know Pilch got a copy of it early. Yeah, I know, uh, but I think it, I'm pretty sure it's out this weekend. And then he started streaming it on Twitch, and then, uh, but he had the wrong game title in the uh, in the title. Whoops. And when he realised, he changed it, and then immediately got banned. Oh no! Whoops! All right, next yeah. one. Age two is out next week, so I wonder if anyone from the veteran gamers has gone to buy it. There you go. Number eleven, Gristol and Dunwall was dishonoured. Hey, who yeah. said that? Yeah. Okay. 12, Link's View, and El Swanko Casa, GTA Vice City. Oh, snap. Chinny's going to be furious that we missed that. Yeah, it probably and is. finally, 13, Tequila Sunrise and Bad Town was Far Cry 3. I've got uh, no music okay. this week, so I best end by saying keep on gaming. All right, thank you, Derek. There we you appreciate thank that. You, Derek. We had and to do like a, a we had to, well, I had to write a quiz for work, and I made it video game themed, despite the fact that none of them actually played video games. <laughs> Suck it, so I, work. I tried to do like, all the easiest questions I possibly could. Yeah, and I had what like was a bunch the of ones to like Pac-Man. Yeah, like n- name the game based on like the villain, so I'd say Bowser. Uh-huh. And things like that, yeah. and and like one of them was like name the game based on location, and I used like Hyrule. And, yeah. and I actually did use Silent Hill in it, and a lot of people didn't get it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing is, it seems obvious to us, but it wouldn't to people who don't play games. I, no, I, de- I deliberately tried to use games that had also been in like other media, like yeah, films yeah, and sure. stuff as well. I gotcha. mm. But they still oh, well. got them all wrong. People, what are you gonna do about people? So Antonio is the winner. <laughs> Congratulations. 
Yeah, three years right. of shout out. Shit. Yeah, there you shout go. Shout outs, people. Shout outs. Right. It's time for shout a out. shout out. Hey! Right, let's do this shit. Right, go. Go, 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 go. Antonio, go, go ahead. Do your own shout out, Antonio. Oh, right, Antonio, do it. Go, anyone. Okay, uh, I've missed the entertainers because I had to leave to make my film. And before I leave, since I'll take this as payment, I'm making a film. And if you have an Amazon device, search Polybius in the, from June onwards. If you do it, I might have a job after this. So fucking please, Polybius. Thank you. And where where is it again? Sorry. Uh, so it'll be on Amazon Alexa and Echo Stores, eventually on Prime, and soon to be on uh, YouTube and Steam as well. So you've already this is your thing that you've released already. This is out. No, there. It, it's going to be uh, released in June. I'm sending it for certification. It's got to be age rated on the thirtieth. All right. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right, Rob. Nice. Go ahead. Shoutouts. Go, Rob. Go. I'll shout out all the guys from the Boss Wave. Chris and Pilch. Yeah. And uh, you guys for having me on. All right. You're very welcome, as always. Very oh, welcome. Yeah. Uh, Duke. Yeah, I'm going to shout out Chinny, even though he's a punk who didn't tell us he was going to be gone until like two hours we before his absence. Don't give him no fucking shout out. Yeah. I'll shout out Antonio and Rob for coming by and saving the day. And Save. I'll shout out the Duchess for her awesome beatbox skills. And I will shout out everybody on the Overseas Connection uh, server for Minecraft. Mark and Phil and L. Taffman and Blue and Tim Chopper Kelly and Nicole and Nicole's kid and all the other people. And um, and Mark, especially for making the video. What, what? Thank you, Mark. And everybody who's listening, thank you. We appreciate you coming by and being part of our community. Send a speak pipe, those of you listening. Why not? It's fun. Or an email or an yeah, email. Yeah, or an email. Why not? Come on. Let's hear from we you. We don't care. Or a recommendation for a full post. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> One of those. Uh, yeah, I'm going to obviously shout out you guys, especially, you know, Antonio and Rob for filling in and doing a great job. Yeah. Uh, and actually, actually playing games. There's a novelty. <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing. Other than Snooker 19, Minecraft, the Rocket League. Hey, I, was um, actually, I was actually going to say I might give a quick shout out to chat for not lynching me for dissing Snooker. Fuck I know. Snooker. Well, they, they half lynched you. Yeah. <laughs> half lynched. You did get some grief. Get some grief. Um, yeah, and obviously you're going to shout out everybody who participates in the chat, who sends us emails, who sends us speak pipes, to Derek who takes the time to to create cool quizzes for us, even though we shit at them. Yeah, he does them <laughs> with multiple podcasts as well. He's like a dedicated motherfucker. He is, he is. So uh, thank you very much for all Take of that respect. stuff that people do and make the show what it is because we just do it for love. There you go. Yeah, that's. I don't think there's anything more to say than that. There you go. And Dick Butt, we always love Dick Butt. Hey, always, shout out to Dick Butt. Dick Butt. We, do, we do it for the love of Dick Butt. That's we do right. it for the love of seeing Dick Butt fly around the screen. And that really is it. We need to get the hell out Thanks of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, everybody. Oh, and shout out to the OCDD. I will add you to VG Hub at some point. Sorry for the delay. There you go. I'm having a look at these British podcast awards now. See, do we? I don't think we're actually in anything, so it's all good. <laughs> oh man, we didn't make it to the second round of nominations. Shit. I don't think so. I don't Fuck. think so. Why are we bothering with this shit then? God. 
I know. Yeah, I'm trying to find what we would even be in. I think it's what best be sound in. effects is what we'd be in. You know, Woo! the things that are on it is like, uh, fortunately, with Fee and Jane, BBC Radio 4, George Ezra and Friends by George Ezra. Well, okay. Happy Mum, Happy Baby, Giovanni Fletcher from Pixie U. Right. Happy Place, Fern Cotter. These are all like very big podcasts. Beep, 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 beep. I'll give a shout out. I forgot another shout out. Um, that dude, I don't know what what his name is. The dude on the BBC who took Ben Shapiro down so hard that Ben Shapiro apologized. Like, I'm sorry, I wasn't adequately prepared. No, you weren't, because you're an idiot. Andrew, That's why. Andrew is Andrew Neil. Thank you, him. He's awesome. I love that guy. He, well, at one point, he just goes, "Dude, if you knew how stupid that sounded, you wouldn't have said it." Like, to be damn. honest, to be honest, he's a bit of a twat, but yeah. That's <laughs> well, still... it's hey, maybe they needed one to deal with one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, thank you, thank you to the undead Kerber for thinking to nominate us, but yeah, yeah we really don't. It's not happening, it's man. It's a, it's a, it's a. Yeah, but it was a gesture don't. of kindness, even it though he knew it wouldn't go anywhere. For you to do. We're not gonna get any money. We ain't getting money. We ain't big enough for this shit. Yeah, not yet. But this is going to take no. us to that next level. Now that people have read the nominations and they're like, ooh, Veteran Gamers, what's that? Let me listen. We'll get six new listeners, and then five of them will turn off immediately after ten minutes. So, Going, what the fuck is yeah. this? They were coming for snooker, so... Yeah. yeah, they will. If, it was, if there was a, a section, the best snooker podcast. All right. In five seconds, off, the stream is... The one. In, in five seconds, the recording is going off. So go. Goodbye, everyone. Love you. Listen. Play with me. Please. Ah. I need a job. Bye. Bye-bye.